0: It's so stupid. It's positively brilliant. The brilliant idiots podcast. Yep, Charlamagne the guy. Andrew Schultz. We are the brilliant idiots. Uh another day, man, of quarantined podcast life. Uh salute to everybody who is braving this element called coronavirus to do their podcast uh in their studios, face to face with people. Um good luck, you braver than me. Okay, <laughs>
1: congratulations! How was your week, Schultz? It was good, my man. It was good, bro. Let's get right into it, dog. People want to know how do what? you feel now that the king is back—the king of New York, the king I'm of not, rap, the king of I'm the not, charts, the king of YouTube. You know what I mean? The I, king of—I'm not, of, not even entertaining it, my brother. What you
0: mean, bro? Nah, I'm not entertaining it because I'm I'm just
1: not entertaining it. I'm But. Not. What what does that mean not in are you entertained by it you must be entertained by the king no not at all
0: and i think that you know um i hate watching history repeat itself
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially especially when um you know everybody should learn from their mistakes everybody right so so it's just like you're going to gas the same thing to happen again you can't clearly you can't clearly like this person or being entertained by this person the way that you think you are when you know if you didn't learn the first time I'll say it like this and it'll be simple if you bump your head once and don't learn from bumping your head Mm -hmm. the next time your head's gonna get decapitated completely whoa so So. your
1: prediction is the king of New York gets assassinated my
0: my, my, my prediction is the same prediction that has always been since two years ago when I was right you end up in jail or dead and if you already went to jail and you didn't learn from that, then what happens next? Y'all think that shit is funny. I, I'm I'm 41 years old. Like that shit ain't funny to me. Honestly, I don't like seeing self-destruction. I don't. I really, I really, honestly, truly don't.
1: Like if, but you, if you don't if find you... it funny, dude. Like I, I think it's hilarious. You don't find it funny. What's funny about a man having to move two times in four days? I mean, if you know how awful moving is, that's hilarious. Like, if one of my friends said that they had to move and then move again, I would laugh at the pain that he was about to endure alone. Like, that, that'd that be so much fun for me. But just the idea, like, posting the pictures of, like, the mouse, putting the mouse in the video, telling everybody they mad, like, you don't find it funny? I'm a cool, you're, I'm a, a, you're a person that has a twisted sense of humor. You like watching someone bomb on stage. Why not watch them... You know, get decapitated again. Why is that not fun? Is that your limit?
0: Nah, it's not funny. I mean, it's not funny because you know um, when I see a brother, I'm not. When I see the when I see a person, you know, online, constantly explaining themselves over and over again with tears in their eyes, that lets me know exactly where that person is at. Jay Z had a bar. I'm gonna give you this Jay Z bar, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, I don't want to misquote it because. I'm really not talking about this shit ever. I, think, I don't think it's something to be entertained, but I'm going to give y'all this bar because Jay-Z said it in a rap and it sums up the situation perfectly. But once again, y'all won't realize this until it's too late. But the bar is... Hold on. I'm pulling it up. I don't want to misquote it because it's such a phenomenal bar. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting to it. I'm on Genius. Um. Hold on, hold on. Yes. He says, the labeling of a snitch is a lifetime scar. You'll always be in jail, nigga, just minus the bars. And that's the truth to the matter. Like, but you his, can't you,
1: would you not have snitched in his situation? I would never be in that situation. But hypothetically speaking, you're in that situation, right? Where you're not part of this gang at all, right? You are- no, you no. See,
0: you're you're you sound like a person who doesn't want to be held accountable for your actions. At the end of the day, this is how I've, this is how I've always been. Right? If I if I did something, I need to be held accountable for my actions. I got to deal with the consequences of my actions. I can't look around and say, "Well, you made me do this, or you were the cause of that." If I'm with you and I'm doing what he was doing. Come on, man. That's a good point. Yeah. You have to be gotta, accountable for the action. You, you, you gotta be held accountable. It, all of that, all of that, all of that stuff sounds good. All of that, oh, well, they slept with my baby mom, and you know, they tried to kidnap me and they did X, Y, and Z. And you know it's no honor among thieves. That's what, well, that's, what that's what that's what that's what they do in that world. In that world, wolves cannibalize themselves. Like, it is what it is. Like, you knew that. Like, you, that's not an out. It's not right. an out.
1: So if it's not an out. If there's no honor amongst thieves then why do we expect honor to this code of not snitching like why does why is that oh, the rule above no, all rules but so there the are quest- no the,
0: rules the, the question should be there are no rules but the question should be uh if there's no honor amongst thieves then nobody in that world deserves to be honored and you don't get you don't get honored you know what I'm saying <laughs> because you weaseled your way out of a situation and i honestly I just don't respect nobody who doesn't learn from their past mistakes. Like, I don't care how smart you come off. Smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. I see a person that has done neither. So I just yeah. don't
1: think it's not, I don't he think it's something that, sure. that's, that's He hasn't not learned, that's for sure. And that's not good. He hasn't learned. He hasn't but I think cool. that it does resonate with me a little bit. Like, if somebody fucks my baby mama and then like kidnaps me and like does some shit to my mom, I'm not going to assume that they're loyal to me. So if you break that loyalty, then don't assume that I'm going to be loyal to you.
0: Your king, your king, your king portrays the image of a gangster, right? Yes. So what should a gangster do if somebody fucks his baby mom?
1: I would call the police if I was having <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly, 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 now, exactly. This note, you're actually making a really good point.
0: That's all I'm saying. If you a gangster, you go handle bust that your, like a Go gangster. bust your gun, gangster. You know I what I'm saying? See. Go bust. Go bust your gun. They kidnap you. All right, go bust your gun. Get back at your people. So that's all I'm saying. If you're yeah. in that lifestyle, that's what you do. See, that's what I'm I saying. knew you
1: were going to give good perspective on this for me. So. So you were, you're upset that he was portraying himself in one way and I'm gonna using- be
0: No, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm upset that he just has not learned his lesson. That's it. Like, it's, it's, it's like, yo, you got to have some sense of humility. Because if you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, whatever you think, you know, got you out of this situation, whatever higher power got you out of that situation, for you to come right back doing the same old shit. That's a slap in the face to the universe. That's a slap in the face to God. So if you're getting a second chance, um, I think that you should use your second chance for more than just
1: more trolling. I think it's whack. I, I guess what I'm saying is I never saw him as a gangster. And I never bought the idea that he was a gangster. What I what I always thought was funny about it was that he was clearly not a gangster, but he was basically checking these other dudes who have claimed to be gangster on their gangster. That's not your- if you Not will. check, that's not checking. Or he, he was, was he... calling them out. I don't know what that, like in poker, yeah, yeah, yeah. the term is in poker. Yeah. The term is check, right? Like call, call, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm from the old school. Calling somebody out is not thumb thugging. Calling somebody out is being somebody face and having that same energy that we have never seen. Right. You know what I'm saying? From from that young man. I just think it's sad. Um, I know it's going to end badly. Just like I told y'all two years ago. And I really was hope I was really rooting for him to come home and, you know, change his ways. Like, I don't know why you would come home and set yourself on fire. You should come home and lay low. Be cool, be calm. By the way, if you you come home, you be cool, you be calm a year from now, people might forget about this shit. But you come home immediately, you come home immediately, and you taunting motherfuckers, like right out the gate, right? Who was he taunting? Was,
1: was he taunting yeah. some of the people that... I, I'm going to tell you something.
0: Uh, jealousy and envy on top of people not liking you because they think you're an informant is a very, 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 very volatile mix of ingredients that mm-hmm. will not lead to anything good happening to said young man. And once again... You know, the fact you had to you got to move twice in a few days. That's not that's not what's up, man. Like that's who wants to live like that. Like I'm at the point in my life where peace of mind is the ultimate for me. I want to walk down the street and be able to mind my business. I can keep my head on a swivel, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's just the way I am naturally because I'm a paranoid, anxious person. But I want to I want to have peace of mind. I don't want to be in a situation where. I'm trapped in my own head all the time. I'm trapped in my own thoughts. I'm constantly questioning myself and my decisions. And the decision he made, he's going to be questioning for the rest of his life. And that's why he has to constantly explain. All I've seen the past few days is him just constantly explaining why he did what he did and trying to make light of the situation. It's like, bro, you're that. You got to wear that. As Hov said, you'll always be in jail minus the fucking bars, bro. Like, you trapped. You can't enjoy none of that. You can't enjoy your life?
1: How? How many many people do you think rap fans really care about the street code? None of them. None none, none of his
0: fans. Majority of his fans, none of them. But that's not the point. You're going to have all of those numbers, all of of those uh, Instagram views and YouTube views and all that, but you still gonna be miserable on the inside. Well, we don't know that. Bro, did you see him? Did you watch? I, I saw the clips on Shade Room. Right. His eyes were watering the whole time. He did
1: look like he was gonna cry. It, and he did, his hands I, were
0: shaking. Eyes watering the whole time. What do you voice, think that was about? Voice cracking. Uh, just like what I'm telling y'all right now. He's it's, it's in his head mentally, he knows he fucked up. He knows that shit was whack. He knows that shit wasn't honorable. He knows that shit wasn't gangster. He knows nobody's gonna ever really put their arm around him, right? Like, he's actually cut, he's shunned by a lot of people. That's not a good feeling.
1: Of it's course not. not. But it's if not. he was never a gangster to start and never really cared to be a gangster in the first place, do you think he cares for the validation of gangsters? Well, he's in his song talking about shooting up chicken spots.
0: What? In that new, re- in that new record, he's talking about shooting up chicken spots so he's still talking about tough guy shit. Wait, like, you listen even- to the words of a Takashi 6ix9ine song? Well actually somebody somebody sent me that. Somebody okay. told me. Right. Somebody yeah. told me that. You know what I mean? But the, the point is, yes, he gives a fuck. What are you talking about? He's a kid that 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 needs this validation. Yeah. Yes, of course. He's a, he's a young kid. It's, the, it's their era. They like likes, they like retweets, they like comments. Why do you think he's under everybody's post? Why do you think he's always on shade room? He's right there watching all of this shit just like the rest of us. Yes, he gives a flying fuck. He cares yeah. tremendously.
1: Outside yes. of, let's say we're aliens and we're looking at this situation just as aliens, I, I, not people I, who have to-
0: I, I, I I can't believe you got me to talk about this bullshit. I have not talked about this shit on Breakfast Club at all. Oh, really? I'm not, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not entertaining it. I'm really not. Like, I'm not, I'm like, I don't, I think it's, I think it's sad. I really do. I'm not even lying to you. I think it's sad yeah. and you just see where this kid is going to end up. And it's, it's just like, God damn, bro. Like, right. man- it's almost like, right, being in quarantine. and this is what I mean by that. Like, when you're in quarantine, eventually, we get so mentally exhausted yeah. that, that we're willing to say, fuck it. And go yeah. back outside, even if it's a threat. Right. We, we, we over it. we like, man, fuck this shit. I can't sit in this house. I can't. Right. I can't do it. I got to go out. Even though, even though it's a threat, that's how he's going to be. Can't hide forever. You're not going to want to stay in the house forever. He's a young mm. kid. You're not going to want to stay cooped up forever. Mm. He's not. He's absolutely not. And it's going to be one of them times when he decides to pop out. And it's it, it's going to be bad for him. You think people will be waiting for him? Bro, I think that we live in an era of clout, cloudity clout chasing motherfuckers. Mm. And I think that somebody would do something just to get a rep. I, they would do They would do yeah. something just to get attention. You know what I, I'm saying? I saw, yeah. I saw academics, man. to my guy, act, and I'm, I, I, I rock with act. But I saw act post something, man. Act posted a video of some rapper. I never heard of the, the, the young brother's name, but the young brother said, "Man, don't go after him. Kill his mama. Kill his child." I'm like, y'all can't see this shit. Y'all, I, I, I it went too far a year ago, two mm. years ago, whenever it was. Y'all don't see what the fuck y'all are doing again? Like how are we making the same fucking mistake again? Right. Like how? How is media making the same mistake? You know what I'm saying? By 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 fueling this shit. How are how is how are the rappers making the same mistake by replying to this this kid? Like why is he making the same mistakes by coming out Still on some, like, rah-rah shit. Like, why, bro? Like, why?
1: Why? It's sad, man. It really is sad. I'm not going to lie to you. as as very sad. As far as media goes and as far as, like, us uh, leaning into it, I don't think our behavior is any different than it has been for past rap beefs, right? Some rappers beef. We start getting into comments. We go, oh, Drake killed this guy or Meek got bodied or... Pusha T killed Drake. Like we go in, we lean in and Drake goes out in interviews and he's like, yo, it's going to be some violence if anything happens, you know, if we see that guy and probably because we're leaning in and saying what a big deal it is. So I don't know if our energy is really any different. Like, I think we're looking at a lot of times rappers like they're wrestlers when in reality it ain't wrestling it, a lot of times. It's, it's real. It's, it's it's never been wrestling. And Pac and Big should have showed you that. Right. You know,
0: when, Pac, when Pac was, you know, telling people like, look, it's the media. Y'all the ones fueling this shit. Mm. Y'all the ones give us the platform for this shit. Y'all the ones gas this shit up, you know? Like he was right, you know? And and don't get me wrong, it's not the the media's fault because the media is not making any of those brothers do anything. Those brothers are doing what they're doing and the media is reacting to it. But it comes a point in time where somebody has to have some social responsibility and say, you know what? I don't want to be responsible for that shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to be responsible for that energy. I'm not gonna give that energy a platform. I'm not gonna put any fuel on that fire. I'm just not doing it. So you know, if I if I am, if I am having this conversation right now, uh, I would just have this conversation saying that I recognize the role all of us play in this shit. And sometimes you gotta save people from themselves. Cause clearly he don't know no better. Yeah. But I do. But I do. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's no, all I'm saying. It, it, yeah no it it does make sense um huh. yeah I just I guess I you make an interesting point about the media that I never really thought about like and the responsibility the media plays because and you hear about this all the time in politics, right you hear about the responsibility of the media and politics and the politics and the media misleading people on both sides of the aisle, right yeah, and I mean he's and, gonna get
0: into, he's gonna get the attention because has he, yeah, he, he clearly has people.
1: Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, like, at what point in time do we start putting responsibility on the media for other things, for, like, sports, for entertainment? Like, so far, it's just politics where the media gets smoked. But maybe we should lean into the media when it comes to politics or when it comes to entertaining rap beefs and someone ends up getting killed. Like, you don't think there are magazines writing articles about Pocket Big? You don't think there are radio stations talking about Pocket Big? So they're they're feeding that fire, too, and they know exactly where it ends up. Of course they
0: did. And that's why when you had people like C. Dolores Tucker and whoever else was speaking out against gangster rap at the time, they were right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were Ooh. saying that, yo, it's going to lead to a culture of misogynistic behavior. It's going to lead to a culture of violence. You know what I mean? It's, it's a it's a bad influence. Yeah, they were right.
1: But you know she never I mean? been in the so, club when that Yin Yang Twins comes on, she, bro. And
0: that's a fact. She never been in the club. And that's a like, fact. She, and that's a fact. You know. she don't understand. <laughs> You can't, you want want hear hey. So see the Tucker, you ain't out here in the street. You don't know what it what goes down when these records drop. You don't know what That's these records it. mean to us on a cultural level. But That's I get it. it. But but as I as I'm older, I totally understand where she was coming from. And oh, it's the same so thing. It's, it's you're the same changing thing with, your ways. Um, I'm not changing my ways. Oh yeah, I have changed my ways. I'm evolved. Of course, we all evolve. All I'm simply saying is when shit gets real, know that it's gotten real. That's it. It's all entertainment until it's not entertainment no more. That's it. It's it's really just that simple. It's all entertainment until it's not entertainment no more. It has not been entertainment with that young man since he got shot at Mm. back in the day. It hasn't been entertainment since he got kidnapped. It hasn't been entertainment since the motherfucking feds came and picked up his whole operation. It hasn't been entertainment since he sat on that stand and told all every motherfucking body to us that shit is entertainment because we on the outside looking in. That shit really does look like a movie playing out. But yes. not to them motherfuckers that's locked up in jail. Not to him when he didn't know whether he was going to live or die
1: when he got kidnapped. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, I have a question for you. Do you think because reality shows have gotten so dramatic and so real right you're literally seeing abortions happen on a reality show uh, fights maybe i don't think death has happened just yet but like it's getting close it's getting it's getting it's getting real if you will do you think because we see this in reality shows all the time we're kind of desensitized to a trial like this like I think this becomes re- I think re- just another th- reality show in our life
0: yeah i think reality shows started it and i think um social media elevated it to another level just because you know we see so so much on social media. We're desensitized to so much shit. You know what I mean? And in and, and, and a situation like that, it really does feel like we watched it play out on social media. Like, that wasn't a TV play. That wasn't a, 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 a podcast play. That wasn't a YouTube web show. That was some shit that we watched that young man, you know, show us the days of his lives every mm. day for like a whole year. We knew the whole crew. We knew what he was doing, what he was about. Everybody was intrigued. The funny part is, so many people called it and knew exactly where where that behavior was going to lead. It led to what we thought it was going to lead to, which was jail. You know, a lot of people said death as well. But it's not too late for that, uh, especially when you don't learn your lesson. Yeah. Especially when you don't learn the error in your ways, and that's the that's the that's the part I wish somebody would get across to him. It's like, bro, you you you're you're. I don't want. I don't know if blessed is the right word, but you are. Like you, you skated out of a situation that could have been really, really, really bad for you. You, you, you took a lot of people down in the process, but you skated out of a situation that's really bad for you. Now you got to target on you. You got to target on your children. You got to target on your mom, your whole family, and for what? Like, why come? You already, you already had a target on them. Right. Well, why come home and why come home and set yourself on fire? Right. Like, That's that's it. That's literally what you did. You put a, you shot a flare in the sky, put a goddamn bat signal up. Yeah, and you motherfucking set yourself on fire and say, "Hey, hey, look at me for what? My, like for, for what? what? Like I don't know, bro. I'm I'm just glad I didn't grow up in that era where all that shit means so much to me. The 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 IG viewership and the, right the, the the number of fucking followers you got. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm old school. What that bag look like? And yeah. all bags ain't good bags. What are you uh. doing to get the bag? It's just, it's just not the fact you making money. What are you doing to make that money? That's the shit that intrigues me at fucking right. 41 years old. Like, I want to see some innovative shit. I want to see some shit I ain't seen before. I seen this before. And guess what? Guess what, my brother? It ain't worth it.
1: It's not. That shit ain't worth it. Do you think that you have more perspective on this because in your younger years you were a shit stirrer? Maybe not to the levels of six nine, but you were not afraid of confrontation and saying things that would like get you into potential physical altercations on your platform. So still not. And still not, but you probably don't do it as much. You are probably not as antagonistic now. Like I feel like you've well, kind I, of evolved in I, the way that you interview. Whereas Yeah, before- I've never I, I've never
0: wanted to be antagonistic. That was never my thing. Like if you even listen to me back in the day, I would always say that I admire somebody like Angie Martinez because Angie Martinez is able to make people comfortable in interviews. Right. That's a skill. That's a skill that I don't have. And the reason I didn't have that skill is because, you know, early on, if I'm just being me having these conversations and, you know, just as my father always said, the fastest way between two points is a straight line, just getting right to it. Yeah. People are like, people are like, Oh, did you just ask me that? Like they're taken aback by that. Yeah. It's like now people are on guard when they come in. So yeah. it's, not my, it's not my fault you're on guard and you're defensive. I don't think it's my fault. Maybe it is. I haven't really given it that much thought. But I've never wanted to be antagonistic. So I think over the years, people have just said, honestly, Charlamagne just, he's just curious. He just asked what's, what's already out there. It's not like he's throwing anything new on us. He's just going to ask the shit that people already know. And now I think, and I said this years ago, but it's even more so now, the age of transparency that we live in with social media, now artists know I don't even got to go sit down and do an interview. I'll just tell these motherfuckers what's going uh, on. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Own, I'll just,
1: you have your own radio ex- station. You have your own exactly, interview platform. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, you, you 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 see what people are saying about you on social media. So now you can get on Instagram Live and do your own fucking press conference. You can do your own interview. You don't need me to do but, that anymore. So so therefore, the antagonistic label, that shit kind of gone.
1: But But I will say this. I think because people have access to express their opinions on their own platforms, the art of interviewing will increase and escalate in importance. There was a time where if you just had a platform, you could just go, so what happened with this drama in the car? And then you could get the answer, people would watch it. Now, because you can get information whenever you want and access to people whenever you want, I think the people who are actually gifted at interviewing and creating a different experience with the person they're interviewing, I think those interviews will be sought after like crazy, and the generic interviews will completely die off.
0: I can see that. I mean, I've always like I've always been somebody who wanted to master the art of interviewing. I'm attracted to interviews. I've always been attracted to Howard Stern, um, you know, Angie Martinez, Wendy Williams, Diane Sawyer, Barbara Walters, Oprah Winfrey, Larry King. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, right. I, I remember having a whole conversation with Larry King about interviews. And I'm like, wait, man, what's- I said, Larry, what's the most important question you can ask in an interview? And Larry said, why? <laughs> I said, well, Larry, I said, Larry, because I want to know. I want to know. What's the most important he thing said, you can said, ask He answer. said, no. He's no, like, why? <laughs> I answered you. Why? <laughs> He's like, why is the most important question that you can ask in an interview? And I truly believe yeah. that. Like, what is the what is the why of it all? Like, that's whenever you see me sitting down having a conversation with somebody. Always know that's my mission statement. I want to get to the why yeah. of it all. Like, that's it. And that's, by the way, that's what, that's therapy, right? Yeah. When you sit down with your therapist, when you sit down with your therapist, your therapist wants to know the why. Well, she she gets you to what's the why of it all, or he gets you to the what's the why of it all. So you yeah. explain your shit, you explain your shit, you're getting all of this shit out, you're unpacking, you're unpacking, you're unpacking, and the therapist wants to know what's the why. Mm. So, to go back to your the original conversation, that's all I want. I'm like, I don't understand the why and none of this shit. Mm. And, and I don't think he understands the why and none of this shit. So being that he don't know no better, as a grown ass adult man, I gotta know better. Cause that shit over there is sad, bro. I think, I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: I think he's aware of the why. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: And if, and if he is, it's not the why isn't worth it. If the why is money, that's fair. The why is it if the why is attention. If the why is clout, it ain't worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. You're not going to sit here and tell me that if that young man had an opportunity to change some things in his life, he wouldn't change some things.
1: Yeah, I I think it's really coming down to something like, all right, I'm fucking 20 years old. I got tattoos all over my face and body. I'm basically unhirable. I have no education, but I'm a smart kid and I could find a lane to success and possibly millions of dollars I'm going to lean the fuck into this because what else am I going to do? Like, literally, what other job could he have? He could be a fucking clown.
0: I mean. He could be a clown. You think that the Universal Soul Circus wouldn't hire him? (laughs) Come on, bro. The hip-hop clown? Have you seen the hip-hop clowns at the Universal Soul Circus? Them shit is corny and outdated. Like, he'd be perfect.
1: Right, so he's going to be a clown. He's going to be a clown for a living. It
0: could, it could be perfect. Yo, a reality show. I'm sure that's coming down. I'm sure that's coming down the pipeline. You can do a reality show. Like the, yeah, the kid is charismatic. He's funny. There's other shit that he could do. Right. Other than, other than this shit. Like right. this, like why it's like, bro, why? Like, like why? Why? Why you why are you coming right back fucking with people? Hmm. Like, like, it's it's whack, man. And then I'm telling you, jealousy plus envy on top of people not fucking with him. Because of what he did, you know, and him, they don't think he's honorable. That shit is a bad combination. Because guess what? When I see um, him say things like, yo, you jealous of my numbers? He's right. Yeah. And jealous motherfuckers, on top of the fact they already don't fuck with you because mm. of what you did, jealousy, envy, and that combination. Bro, imagine being in prison. Imagine being one of the guys that's in prison because of him. And you see him out here just taunting motherfuckers and, you know, bragging about this shit, like literally bragging about what you did. You're not going to want some revenge? Mm. I don't think y'all understand how this shit works. I really don't. I don't think y'all understand how a person in jail's mind state works. I fuck, think, the, fuck, fuck the rappers on the street. I'm yeah. in jail for the next 15, 20 years, 25 years because of you. And you out here just like, bro, you're calling in your favors. you like, man, look, man, I mean, I can't do anything for you right now, but bro, if you, can, if you can, please. Please. And by the way, it's people still on the street that love those people that's in jail. Mm. It's people on the street that love those guys that's in prison. You fucked up some of their meal tickets. And now you out here just gloating and shit? Oh man. Do you think do you think oh, that most man. people Do
1: you think most people think there that like street justice doesn't happen because you see guys like George Zimmerman walking around unscathed still? So do you think there's this idea amongst the 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 regular population that is not involved in like the super hood shit that it's like, oh that's all talk. Nobody really gets got because if they were gonna get got, why wouldn't they go after these like horrible racists and super villains that are just walking the streets today? Why don't they go after some KKK guys? Like why don't they go after all these people they say they hate? I agree with you. That's a great
0: point, and I can't wait till they start doing that. But um, for now, street justice happens in the street every goddamn day. Right. All right. It's, it's gang members popping. Gang members every goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's people popping informants every goddamn day. You know what I mean? I just saw a young man get shot in Brooklyn this week, get shot and killed in Brooklyn. And the headline was like, they're investigating if it was in connection to, you know, rapper pop smoke or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yo, this shit happens all the time and all it takes is opportunity. That's it. It's simple as that. Like uh, simple as that. Like it's literally just that simple. And I just don't understand why, bro. Mm. I guess I really don't. I don't understand the why of it all. Cause I know that if that was me, and I was in that situation, and I did something like that, that caused a bunch of people to go to jail, and I came home. I don't even think I'd live in America. Mm. I really don't. I'd probably go live in London. Straight up, like, I don't know. Somewhere, I'd go live somewhere else. I don't think I would live here. Mm. And I damn sure, I damn sure wouldn't be in Long Island in a fucking apartment complex or some (laughs) shit with a shared goddamn community pool. the fuck, I don't don't give a fuck about how big your stack of money is when you share a pool. What the fuck is up with you, bro? Uh, you share, and, and you're not even aware of your surroundings. You're not even paying enough attention to see that motherfuckers around you or filming you? Yeah. Bro, that shit's fucked up, man. Bad look. That shit's sad.
1: <clears throat> that shit is sad. Bad look, you very, think? very, very sad. A bad look for what? You think it's a bad look to be in that situation?
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> you don't think so?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's... I thought he was like put there on purpose like i thought the court shows not him my assumption said, well, is if he's being moved they have control of the destinations where he's being held well he's not even he's not even in fucking uh, witness
0: protection he's not in that kind of, he's not in, he's not in that type of shit he's not an informant no more right <clears throat> they, they used him already yeah he's out here yeah he's on his own yeah like what
1: the fuck? So then, why like, do they say they moved him? Who's they? I don't know who they was. Maybe it's his team. I don't fucking he's on know. House I, arrest, I, I, but that's for I, his house.
0: That's it, weird, right? I, I don't know. Maybe it's for PO parole office. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. If he but if he if he is still if the if the government moved him, then that means he's still an active informant.
1: Yeah, that's or, what it seems more like <laughs> for me. If the government is still invested in his safety then he's still probably working with them in some regard. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. All I know is that shit ain't going well. Anyway- I saw an amazing show, man. This is uh, oh, hold on. Do, okay. do you do you want to, that was a good start? Shit, Andrew, make me talk about some shit
0: I don't want to talk about. But yeah. listen, do you do you want to you want to do this mid roll and then come back and do a positively brilliant? What a fucking idiot!
1: Yes, I have a positively brilliant for you. Okay, you have let's to get you have to watch. It. Let's do the mid roll, but you have to watch this show. All right, um, let's let's take a pause. All right. Take a deep
2: breath.
0: Now, uh, turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products and more, Squarespace is the tool for you. With beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks, you can easily make a beautiful website yourself, okay? Squarespace's powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online, and analytics help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out the box, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple, and you'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace empowers millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms that aren't open yet, but they will be this weekend, to turn great ideas into something real. Head to Squarespace.com idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's Squarespace.com idiot. Offer code idiot. Now, let's get into Positively Brilliant or What a Fucking Idiot. Even though uh, we could have started off the show with What a Fucking Idiot. That's how, by the way, that's what that was. So we're still continuing it, goddamn.
1: Done. God. So now we're positively brilliant. Give me something brilliant, Schultz. The show is called 90 Day Fiance Before They Met. Have you heard of this show? It's on I've, TLC, I've, I believe. I've heard of it, yes. This is the most scintillating reality show I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. Why? So the fiance shit is basically long distance relationships these people have met on websites, on Facebook, or like mail order bride dating apps. So it's like some chick in Russia or the Ukraine or whatever. And then they meet them for the first time and they spend two weeks with them and they're supposed to propose to them at the end of the two weeks. Okay. There's some guy who like, he has no neck and he's dating this Asian girl And, like, the Asian girl, you think she can't really speak English, but she can. She's in Vietnam. I mean, this shit is just so crazy. He goes to Vietnam to see her. Another guy, 60 years old, has a girlfriend for seven years in Russia, that, or no, in Ukraine, that he's never met. And he's gone to Russia four four times to meet her, and it just keeps on messing up. He just keeps on not being able to see her in the Ukraine. And then, miraculously, at the end of this episode, they actually kind of link up, and then it stops. I mean... There's these lesbians. Their story's kind of boring. But, like, th- the thing is unbelievable. You can't believe the relationships that these people are actually dedicating time in their lives to be a part of. It's cat- It's catfish, but, like, it actually ends up being someone that they get into a relationship with. Really? Yeah, dude. It's is, It is. It's just mind-boggling. Like, to me, it's like it has to be scripted. It's that crazy that it has I mean, to.
0: Well, well, most reality shows are scripted, though.
1: Right. I just don't understand yeah. how you script the love portion of it before the show starts. In order for them to be on the show, they have to be engaging with each other for a couple of years, and consider or like a year at least, and consider themselves boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, they,
0: they probably do casting calls. They probably say, "Yo, have you been engaged for a couple of years?" We like and to you never met you. your
1: your girlfriend or boyfriend. Hold on, wait a minute. Maybe I missed that part. So they're engaged with people they never met. Oh, this is before they get engaged. There is a show, which is 90 Day Fiancé, where they get, I guess, engaged. What is it? So there's another show. This is the show that's before the main show. The main show is you just get engaged and you have 90 days to get married, but you get engaged to the person you haven't even met. You've just been talking on the internet. So this is the show where they go for two weeks to go see the person that they're about to propose to that they never fucking met. I mean, you have the most... Bonafide psychopaths in the world on this show Falling in love with people they've never fucking met Never met their family Most of them barely even speak English The guy was texting this girl in Russia on a dating app for seven years What the fuck? Oh no, Ukraine, not Russia I mean, this you have to watch it It's unbelievable It's unbelievable I
0: have a, who, I have a feeling
1: your girlfriend made you watch this show 100% 100% 100% it's, But yeah. it's one of the few things that she's made me do That I've enjoyed Okay Like And she didn't make me do it It was on while she was making dinner And I was like what is this shit And I saw this little guy He's like 4'11 He looks like a thumb And he has no neck whatsoever Right It's just shoulders And his head is on top of the neck And he's dating this Vietnamese or Filipino girl And it is so funny their relationship He makes All her I- shave her legs She don't shave her legs he makes her shave him. He like gives her a, ring, a, ring, a ring. What? Bro, she doesn't shave her legs and he hands her a razor.
0: What you're what you're what you're witnessing right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh sitting there listening to the Brand Idiots podcast, <laughs> so you're listening to the after effects of there being no sports, uh, and us being quarantined for two months. That's a okay. fact. Andrew, Andrew Schultz is watching 90 Day Fiance, and I noticed this show doesn't come on, on a Sunday night. Oh she does it?
1: Bro, I'm watching them on demand, dog. I went through the whole season. I polished <laughs> off the whole season last night. Are you kidding me? You think I'm waiting, bro? I watched <laughs> six episodes straight last night.
0: Oh, my God. NBA, come back. Nah, we need it.
1: Yo, real talk, basketball
0: <laughs> players don't get paid enough.
1: They don't get paid enough, bro. It's amazing what they do for us.
0: Dog,
2: they don't get paid enough.
0: Yo, Yo I, saw some, I saw somebody today... I think it was Jay Wells. I don't know who it was. The way they were talking about NBA players was like they were essential workers. Are they not, dog? It <laughs> they was, they was like, oh, it was uh it was Dwayne, uh, what's the fighter name? DC. Oh, UFC uh, fighter. Uh,
1: Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Da- yes, Daniel yeah, Cormier yeah, yeah. was like, look,
0: man. He said, look, America needs sports. <laughs> especially, especially right now. Yes, we do. Cause Andrew's watching Ninety Day Fiance. Bro, I heard it's a good show, though.
1: I heard it's a good show, bro. It might be. It might be better than most sports, doc. It really might be better than most sports. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Oh it's my god! The passion, the love. You know what I mean? The physicality. I'm telling you, man. They found the craziest people on the planet. They found the craziest people on the planet. This one guy goes all the way to fucking Russia. I think it's Russia. Proposes to this girl, and she says no. And he still got to hang out with her for a couple of days. And bro, he is so salty about it, Doc. Do they show so do, do they fuck? <laughs> do they show them fucking at least? They like elude to them fucking. Okay, okay. You know, they're like, yeah, I guess we did it or we didn't. I mean, it is so funny, bro. These two lesbians bickering all the time, like throwing plates and shit. Uh shit sound like love and hip hop. Bro, it's it is kind of like it's like white retard love and hip hop. <laughs> That's what it is. If you can have white retard love and hip hop, that's what 90 Day Fiance is. So you're recommending it clearly? Oh my God. If you need something to watch, because we've watched everything. Everybody's watched everything. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. That's why you got motherfuckers like Disney Plus. uh, Dropping the Mando. What's the Mandal? The Mandalorian. Aren't they coming out with a new season soon or some shit? Oh, no. They got... They putting Hamilton out. Hamilton was supposed
0: to come out in movie theaters next year. They moved that shit up Ooh. to July of this year.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Let me throw something at you. Um, Now that so many people are doing work from home, right? I'm talking about people with regular jobs. My girl has a, a work from home situation and she can do everything that she does from home, Right? Mm -hmm. do you think, let's say, let's assume that businesses go, you know what, let's just continue this work from home thing. The output has been great. You guys have been doing all your work. You don't have to come in the office if you don't want to. Do you think you see groups of friends start going, yo, if we got to work from home, y'all want to just spend the winter in Jackson Hole or you want to go to Tahiti for the winter as long as we have the Wi-Fi? Do you think you see groups of people start to uh, go to like, I don't know, like, do, like, work travel? where they just Absolutely. That's a possibility, right? A- Absolutely. I saw
0: Twitter. I saw Jack Dorsey, which I thought was brilliant. I saw Jack Dorsey say, um, all my employees can work from home if they want to. You know why? Because they've had too much and realized, shit, we don't need this fucking building, bro. We spend uh, all this money on rent and shit for what? All we need is probably a little small office just for yeah. us two, the CEOs, and we can get rid of all this shit. That's yeah. going to be the thing. I I can see all of these companies getting rid of all their brick and mortar shit. This whole quarantine has taught us it's all about trimming the fat. Mm. Essen- essential is the key word. Mm. Essential is the word of this quarantine. Mm. What is essential? What do you absolutely fucking need to do what it is you do, Andrew? What is it? Tell me.
1: Uh, I need the studio. Do you need the studio? I or do you enjoy having the studio? I think it's a need and I think okay. that like I think that the content is better. I think that you and I have been doing this for 5 years so it's we have a chemistry that we can like do things over the phone or over Skype or Zoom or whatever we're using right now. That being said, it's more fun when we do it in person cuz you play off yeah, someone's emotions like and and I think it's better. I think we're rare and we've been doing it so long where we can keep it close to the level where it is but i don't think it's as good so i think for our business in order to have that competitive advantage where we're 10% better than the the opposition or our competition or 20% better i think having that in person thing is valuable but if we're doing office jobs yo like or if we're doing uh work that has to do around the show work from home bro no, I agree with
0: you. I like being, I love being in Breakfast Club Studio. I love being in the studio with you. It's a different type of energy. Because it's the nature of what um, we
1: do. It's connecting. It's communicating.
0: Yes. But. Go. All we need is this goddamn microphone and the zoom, 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 or mixer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We just These are really the essentials. I get what you're saying, I totally and I totally agree with you. But essentials, man, I'm telling you, when this shit is over, you're going to... It's going to be hard for you to go back to all the extra shit. It's going
1: to be hard.
0: It's just certain things that we've done without for the past couple of months.
1: Go on that. Be... What do you mean? What do you mean go on the... Uh, it's going to be hard to go back to the extra. What do you mean? It's going to be hard to go back to the extra. It's going to be
0: hard to like... I don't fucking know. Um, say you need all of these clothes or these sneakers. Are you have to attend this event or you have to get on a plane to go to LA for this meeting or you 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 have to fucking eat at this restaurant. Like, it's just going to be a lot of things that I think we will be accustomed to that change everything. Like, yo, if they started putting, if Black Widow and all of that shit I wanted to see this spring had came on fucking Disney Plus, I
2: it's
0: don't a see wrap. a reason to leave the house. I really don't. Like, my, 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 my next crib that I move into is probably going to be Like, I'm gonna make that crib. I mean, I try to do that here now, but I'm gonna make that crib so comfortable. Because this two months has shown me everything I need, especially when you get older, has to be right there in that fucking house. Mm. It has to to be right there in that fucking house. Mm
1: -hmm. You know what? That's really interesting. This is a cool trial run for the rest of your life. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Early retirement. Who's that?
3: Where the fuck?
1: Yo, were you
3: oh, yo! Shit. I don't even know where I came from.
1: Oh shit! Wax is on, Joe yo, Taylor. You gotta tell us when you're doing this shit because because we got to be able to get him on.
3: Okay, that's right. I don't know nothing. I don't even know what's going on. I just hear y'all talking. What up? What what's up, tomorrow, bro? My brother. Man, blessings, man. Now oh, wax. This- I've seen you. You were on a boat. You were fishing. Yes. Yeah, man. Chilling. Enjoying life out here. That's why when you're talking about it's gonna be hard to go back to the norm. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I do I'm this just for you.
1: breakfast. I eat breakfast on a boat. Yeah, eat dinner dog. on the boat. Man. Yo, I'm getting off the boat at two in the morning. When you just dipped your head into the water and came out with a fish, did you bro, see that, that? Was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen, bro. Listen, you got to put peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> and you
3: put your head in the water. and You spit it out with a fish coming. You grab them shit.
0: <laughs> what? Listen, by the way, wax is, wax is the only person in the world who would go quarantine fuck in fucking Florida. If you you're not from, if, you, if, if you're not from Florida, there's no reason to be in Florida right now. No, re-
3: listen, listen. Go to, go to uh, Sky Blue Rentals, man. I got a boat company out here, man. I'm actually joining and actually making money at the same time. That's why one of the good reasons why I'm out here. Is that why I'm your headphones right? are blue? Yes, this is my shorty studio. <laughs> you went to Florida and turned crip. I ain't turned crip. I ain't turned nothing but a boat guy. I love it, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. I can't even believe it. And I, and I built it with my hands. It's crazy.
0: That's crazy. Somebody sent me a, 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 a video this morning. And they said, oh, my God, Wax is in love. He's on TikTok.
3: I'm not and on I said, TikTok. you're a
0: fucking liar. <laughs> I got the video. And I said, and I said, and I said, oh, I've seen this video already. And they just yeah. put a bunch of laughing emojis. And it was like, I, I can't believe he's really in love.
3: Yeah, yo, it's a great thing, man. I can't believe it, man. You've been with me for how long? You know what, Tommy. You see the life that I used to live. This and I say sad. that how many how many stories that we had on Brilliant Idiots already? It's like, it's crazy. I can't Max believe it.
0: really in love. I,
3: bro, it's one day at a time. This thing actually really works. You know this people be trying beautiful. too much to it.
1: I'm so
0: happy. What, and you what, sound what, great. What do, what do the women that you used to smash say to you? Like all the women that tried to lock you down. Um, what they, well, I, I know think, you're getting some crazy messages.
3: Ah, man. You know, man. Just pray for me. You know what I'm saying? Just pray for me. But some of them, be surprisingly, the ones that I, that really I thought, like, we guess love me, they give them blessings. They was like, I know this is the man that you was, and if you can make this happy, I'd like to see you happy. That's like, bullshit. people who genuinely love you, they, they'd they be like, you know what? they probably be hurting inside. You believe that? Of course I don't. Who believes oh. women? They all That's full like, of shit. Wow. Most of them. Wow, most of women God. full of shit, y'all. I don't
1: know.
3: that. Oh, why? hold on. Is men? Is are men hoes?
1: Say again.
0: No, are men hoes? Nah. Are men hoes? No, nah, nah, I don't
1: know what you're talking. Okay, you talking, okay. Why, okay. You why are you
0: doing all this generalizing?
1: Yes, uh, they are. I know. I, I know
3: because yeah, see, Taylor, there you go, you and a lot of talk. other women to say, listen, she got to say, take that, take
0: that, stop that, and uh... Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, you sound chubby, yo, chill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No no, 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 for real,
1: Taylor, Taylor. The way that we're recording this, whenever you talk, it goes to your screen, but nothing's on your screen, so it's just a blank thing. So oh. unless
0: you, so unless you're gonna show them edges, all right? Maybe that's <laughs> why
1: she wanna show screen, them edges. Maybe it's them edges taking up the entire camera. That's why she don't want she don't want people to see her. Is that what's going on? I'm
2: doing my <laughs> I don't, hair no, right now. No, she's about to put ah, up. She "Hold on."
1: She said she's doing her hair right now. Let me see. No. Nope. Let me see, Taylor. Nope. It's blank. It's not showing. Taylor, see? you are fucking up this podcast see? in a way. Yeah, man. and I
2: don't even He's know what I was saying. Done. What was I saying?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was, you I was saying I was saying if girls could call us hoes. Only way a guy could be a hoe if a lot of girls try to holler at him. Right. And these girls got boyfriends, so come on. That's why um, I call them and say they all. Yo, lie. have you
1: smoked less weed, bro? I uh, nah, I'm, I'm out here
3: blowing down, man. Because
1: you seem way more like way more sharp. What I you mean, talking, you seem <laughs> on the boat. Listen, I'm on the boat right now. My, right now, I'm I'm actually on the boat still. No, but you're my like. my brain, brain is
3: on the boat. Your brain, brain is brain firing is like
1: everything. Usually, you're in like a haze, right? And now you look yeah. like a like a it's like a sunny day, man. What's going on? God, Something's God different, bless bro, man. God bless me, man. Are you, man. Something's different. What do you think it are is? Are you
0: saying? Are you saying Caesar has evolved? Say what? Is this what Caesar Has Evolved? <laughs> Caesar
2: Has <laughs> Evolved. I don't even know what that
0: is. Who's that? Caesar. Caesar Has Evolved. This is the third movie, baby. Caesar what's, Ready what's to Take Caesar? Over. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Watch oh, it tonight. Shit. I'm going to text it to you. I'm going to text you the movie to watch tonight. You'll get it. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when you're
3: proposing, when you're
0: going to propose?
3: I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, um, I don't know. Again, I'm taking every one day at a time. You know what I'm saying? We we trying certain things out. You like know, what? See it, like, you know, put, getting a boat company together, getting certain things together to try to see if those things could work out. If I could have a good partner first and then the relationship com- stuff comes with it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't try to I don't try to work on a relationship. I try to work on other things and the relationship Things come with it.
0: What, what, what makes second you, nature. What, what makes you so happy about her? Like, I mean, what what, what why does she um, make you so happy? We, we're, on the same, we're on
3: the same page. You know, a lot of times it's like I stopped dealing with other girls because they start liking me more than they like their their company and their their vision and the things that they're going after. She go hard for hers. You know what I'm saying? I respect that. I I, I fell in love with her the way she is, not a girl, you know what I'm saying? I feel love, like how she moved and how she handled her business and stuff so
0: basically like you're saying this is the first woman you ever dated who had a job? No, not at all, not at all. And the, the
3: thing is, everybody else had jobs. She the one who don't got a job. So go then her how her is she coo- going her, hard on her? Hustle. if she don't got a job? It's her hustle, it's her hustle. She know how to make things happen, you know what I'm
0: saying? I, you've dated some hustlers before.
1: Hold plenty of hustlers. Listen, I know a, I know a I few know, of them. me we too. Go we it. gotta go back, we gotta go back. Go ahead. You said you fell in love with her and her hustle. Yes. Right. other
3: things, too. Other things, too. How she take care of me, she hold me down. Of course, of course. course. But I'm I'm not going to say that other girls haven't hold me down. I'm not going to say I had other hustlers. It's But I had so many other girls because one was a hustler. One washed clothes better. One fed me better. One, I could talk to go to the hood. Other one, I go to church and go see my mama. I had, like, 20 different girls that make equal to this one.
0: Right. You're making excuses. You love her.
3: Now, we said that already. What are you trying you, to you say love Do her. here? He's he lining me
0: up. He's lining me up. <laughs> what you, you got? Know? What you got? You, <laughs> got? you already <laughs> you said TikTok first. You lining me up, <laughs> Andrew? What's her. going on? Nothing. I, you love her. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm happy that you're in love. It don't yes, have nothing to do. It don't have nothing to do with none of that shit. When you got Jeez. the one, you just know she the one. It just is what it is. Andrew, you love, love your it. you love your girl, right, I Show? I love
1: yes. my girl, but I've never experienced such a transition as we're experiencing right now. Wax is speaking in complete sentences for the first time in my life. <laughs> relationship with him as a friend. Caesar, baby! T- dude, There's something is going I'm, on. am chilling. Something I'm chilling. is going on right now. I need to know what it is. I need to know what this girl is doing to truly make you the man you could have always been. bro. I'm, I was
3: always the guy. I always, you know, did certain things, but I always been behind the scenes and out the way. I've been had a lot of things going on always. I just stayed out the way. I don't, I never try to Wax. like exploit myself or anything Wax. like that. B- by the
0: you fall, he'll be speaking speak Spanish.
3: English. <laughs> I do know Spanish right now. I know <laughs> some Spanish.
0: That was Dominican Spanish. Dominicans speak so, Spanish, right? Como
3: estas? Oh,
0: okay. yeah. I,
3: I even got, I even got, I even got a, I even got a Spanish song. Okay, go. I
0: made up. Go. What what is it? Damn that nigga dick big as hell, but Spanish? (laughs) No, man. (laughs) What the hell wrong
3: with you? Hey, Alex, how you say damn that nigga dick big as hell in Spanish?
0: Don't even play around (laughs) with this (laughs) (laughs) thing. Who's on drugs? (laughs) Who's on drugs? (laughs) What's the Spanish song you got?
3: (laughs) Let me hear it. Uh, Uh uh, Mucho de amo, de amo, mucho. So. When you say mucho Yo, son, de amo, son, that's this listen, listen.
2: Son,
3: listen. Son, <laughs> when you son, say mucho de amo, it. that really means much Yo, love. Son, stop but it. it's like love much. Son, stop so when it. I say it, so when I say when I say mucho de amo, somebody in Spanish automatically gonna say de amo oh mucho. My God. You know what I'm saying? They
0: automatically gonna say it. Black women. So, Black women. I know why y'all hate us, niggas. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> this guy has been with so many black women in his whole life, and was acting like he didn't even understand y'all. Looking y'all looking in the eye and saying, "I don't know nothing." Don't now, know nothing. now, now, my Dominican sister got him singing, Puerto singing Rica. about being in love. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho dinero. Mucho diamo. Mucho, mucho diamo. Much love. Love me much. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, yo? It's <laughs> so crazy. Amo mucho. <laughs> Dude, Hold on.
1: Wax, I've never seen it. Oh, Charlemagne, is this new to you? I haven't seen
3: it either. Brand, I'm telling Brand you, this, never, this,
1: So your entire yeah, relationship with, uh, your entire friendship with Wax, You've never seen him be this hyper, be this like present? only only two only two other girls.
0: Come on, bro! Um, but 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 he never would commit to either one. He would never yeah, be like sucked. he would never be like I want to be with her. He would be like, Nah, I can't be with her because of this reason. And the other yeah. one, the There's other one, something. other one, he just shitted on because she was white and he just didn't stop, understand man. That. Why you doing so this? So I guess I guess because I guess like the the first girl I knew he loved was black. The second one was white. So I guess he found him a nice contrast he in got the middle. That middle ground, bro. Nice little brown. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. ain't think of nice, that. That's nice kind of pu- smart. Nice Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice, nice, nice Afro Latino. Rice
3: and all the time. Yeah, us. Yeah, I know yeah, how be... to say us. Yeah, what the fuck is that? You just
0: said
3: it.
1: <laughs> we know you know. You just
0: said yo say it. Say tostones. Tostones. What is that? What does that mean? It's a um, it's like
3: a a big ass fucking banana that you like cut in half, and then you like put like it's like bread, but like Spanish bread.
0: Damn, like, that, that niggas. De... So you be like, damn, that niggas a torn big as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that niggas a big as hell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what you saying? <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with this song. He's up to something. I'm telling you, he's boiling. He's I boil water no, for no, grits. No, I'm he's happy. I'm happy. I knew All shit had. I knew shit right, had changed. When we double-dated. When we double-dated, yes. I, I was like, wow. I've never seen dated? that before. Where'd you guys go? Yeah. We went to Horrible Decisions Horrible live podcast. Live yeah. Okay. That was months ago, before yeah, corona, of chilling. course. It what was cool,
3: that? man. I mean, I, I think I liked her because we was friends first. It was more of not even trying to do this. Like, we still not trying. I'm not trying to... Like, she's cool. I, I, I want to see her. I, I like the way she do business. I could sit down and talk to her about a business and how to make it grow. And we like I things how we think it be like, that's going to work.
1: And things is working. Can you, so why, can you uh, introduce her to us? Can we see? Is we she just around? Did, we just did a podcast together. I was on our yeah, podcast we this did week. It. Well, I, hey, mean, to the, I mean, to the brilliant idiots listeners, not oh. me personally. Can we? Come yeah? here, baby. Um, Yeah, she's cool. You know what I'm
3: saying? She knows she's going to be on camera? Uh, she probably don't know you want to be on camera, baby. You want to be on camera real quick. You want to be. You <laughs> say hello be to the people. To the brilliant idiots? Quarantine life.
4: Yeah, say
3: she's hi at real Quarantine quick. life. Just say hi, baby.
2: Hey,
3: Carla. <laughs> hey, Carla. Hold on, because I can't hear you. Can, can you you hear hear us? or not? Carla, he ref- hold on, hold on. She got you. Oh, Carla got a whole studio. Yo, Carla. Why is What I'm saying. She think different, man.
0: Now, Carla, can you-, you hear
4: us, Carla? Yeah, I can hear
0: you now. Okay. He referred to you as uh, Dominican, and we had to correct him. No. <laughs> she hear me.
4: <laughs> I can hear him. I'm oh, OK.
2: OK, all right. <laughs> <No>, Carla. <laughs> you know,
1: you know I've never seen Wax so present, so on point, so articulate, so quick in my entire friendship with Wax. Is this a result of your guys' relationship? Have you unearthed a different part of Wax?
4: Absolutely. Give me all the credit.
1: <laughs> I do. I do. I'm not giving nobody else the credit.
0: I've seen it. I know the difference.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's been there all along. Like I could see it in the friendship. It's just now he like, kind of just let it out for whatever reason.
0: Is, he, tell drinking you hmm? is he, drinking he
2: drinking
0: tea? Is he drinking tea? Drinking fucking tea, bro.
4: He's drinking tea. Yes. Yeah, he
0: is. I drink tea. Wow. Wow. Like, What's going on? Breakfast and wow. stuff like that. What I never to do. Waxed in the sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Bro, it's listen. The it's it, the listen
3: if I am, if y'all see me about the harm myself do some dumb shit, y'all y'all gotta come get me, yo. Yeah?
0: I'm gonna tell you something. I think this what I listen, I hope you and Carla work out, but it's a part of me, just a small part. I want it to break your heart. Just because of all the hearts you broke.
2: Just because of all, <laughs> oh, but, all the but, hearts but, you but,
0: broke. But you know what? Just because of tell all the right hearts now. you broke. Have that you, have you prayed God. for repentance? God, have you, you prayed for repentance for all the hearts you broke? All every day, every time.
4: You Literally, apologize on the show.
3: I apologize. Have, Listen, I apologize so much. She tell me to stop apologizing
0: to these hoes.
4: Have you have, to these have hoes? You pray,
2: did you, <laughs> to did, these you hoes. did you
0: did you did you pray for a Carla? Did you pray for a good woman? Yes, I told God
3: uh, that I am ready, and uh, I told him this way before though. I just didn't know when it's gonna come. This is again. We sometimes like she pour her pants down, and I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, we cool? Like, what the fuck are we doing? It's what? like." I don't know. What's I, I going don't even. <laughs>
1: what? Really don't what? Going what? Like, <laughs> what? I still I look at her like we cool. I don't even like look at her like wax, wax. You sometimes need a, like yo, this is the problem, you need no, 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 no. Back up. You need <laughs> to explain what happens when she pulls her pants down. What is happening? What? I
3: laugh. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Why'd you? Like, laugh? you are not supposed to be doing this. Carla, You're not scenario. Hold on,
0: Carla, You gained that much weight during quarantine? Yeah. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Daniel, what is happening when that pants come down? What the fuck, Carla? Yeah, Carla. What's happening when the pants come down? That that wax just starts Nothing. giggling. We pray.
4: We pray. And are you
3: why laughing? your pants got to
0: be down to pray?
3: <laughs> this is certain certain tactics, man. Sometimes you got to put your feet in the water and pray. Pull your pants down and pray. Have you prayed in every style? I don't think you pray in every style. I haven't prayed you in every You probably only style. pray one way.
0: I thought that was the only style. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't. know there were various positions to prayer.
3: No, nah, I'm just saying you just do it. Like put garlic in your socks and pray. Put your feet in water and pray. Like have water hitting your face when you pray. Go Bru- to a
1: star at night and pray. All like, that shit. See which one's going to work? The old wax first is two sound back. like this is refreshing. Okay, hey, good.
0: Hey, those first, those, those first two sound like. Those first two sound like Dominican recipes, bro. Put garlic <laughs> in the fucking your shoes the and water. <laughs> this is
2: how you keep Dominican away
4: vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting rid of all the garlic in this fucking house. No,
0: no. Good, good. I'm happy for y'all, though. I really am. This is amazing. I've
1: never seen wax yes. like this ever in my fucking life. I mean, life. It's, it's impressive. I am I am truly him sleep.
4: impressed. He sleeps, like, all the time now, like, all night.
1: You yes. sleep through the night wax? Hey, has he been able to orgasm? Because he used to say that he couldn't come. Very good question, Andrew. So, has Very good he been question. A- were you the one to get the come out of his balls?
4: He doesn't have blue balls anymore.
0: Oh!
4: Hey! Wax, you been nutting?
1: You been nutting, Wax? Wax, you out here nutting, bro? I gave it. I it to her, bro? man.
3: I gave it to her, man. You know I never, like, giving it to nobody. I feel like, the fuck I'm giving this to you for?
1: Yeah. That's why he in love. Now, that... Yeah. Carla... That first one that he let go, was it like power washing? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you clean the boat? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Like a volcano eruption just... (laughs) (laughs) That shit probably
1: took some... Where that comes
0: from. Now, Caller, do you go through his phone? I don't know. Really?
4: He doesn't give... you know when you go when a woman goes through a man's phone, there's something telling you to go through that phone. Yes. Yeah, he's there's wax. A, huh?
0: He's wax. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I've always, I've seen his phone before, so it's not like he was. I I knew what was in his phone before, and it was just like I never felt that I couldn't trust him when really? we decided to do that. Never, really? like he never gave me the phone. sits there. He doesn't turn the phone around. Um, if he's on it, he doesn't like close it. I can see whatever's going on, and if a girl hits him up, he lets me know. Like, yeah. there's a this girl hit me up. She sent pussy pics. I saw your pussy, girl.
3: Man, she so, gonna see all your pussies and your titties. So y'all
1: send. So them, what happens when they send the pics? Do you get upset? Do you get jealous? You know, girls trying to give me some pussy. Why not? The fuck? Wait,
3: what? Not no, no niggas going to try to fuck her. She be able to trying to do sexy pictures and shit. am like, I do not do sexy shit pictures. Is. And then you tell them, oh, I, I'm doing this. Like people don't see that you a bum bitch. They gonna be like, you know, what I'm saying, I want to holler or I want to, I want to do that. So anybody always going to try to, somebody going to try. And
4: don't get me wrong. I was the psycho bitch. I'm the one that like fought niggas and I was She's going the right. through the phone and I was going through the emails and hacking it all. I don't feel the need to.
0: Really? Chilling though. Yeah.
4: Not at all. But I didn't think this was possible though.
0: Me neither. You didn't think what was possible? Being in love?
4: Being in love to the point where you trust them, where yeah. you don't want to go through their phone. I thought it was normal and I feel like. We have been we were raised thinking that it was normal to go through somebody's phone, that it was normal to fight them, that it was normal mm-hmm. to hack into their emails, and it's not. It's you're able to do it if you really trust and love that person, but <laughs> they have to do it for you.
1: You were raised that way, like in in a Puerto Rican yeah. household. Uh, I was raised Girls fighting. is ready to go get it. But like, what happens? Does your mom like teach you how to make like? Uh, you know, rice and beans and then like teach you how to get an email password? Like, how does it, how does it work? How does it? <laughs> um,
4: basically, for devices. me,
1: it was very much
4: so like that. It was like my dad taught me how to fight and my mom showed me how to stalk my dad's bitches. <laughs> so to, so. I started at 12, right? Like
1: young. So I know how to do it.
4: I was fucked up. Come here, this
1: is how you hack a Facebook. <laughs> yeah. No it's boo. okay No I mean
2: that's that's
0: that's admirable that y'all both uh trust each other yeah. Especially being that you was Wax's friend before this so, so you, you know how he was yeah, yeah. You knew he couldn't well lie to the
4: me shit. then, so he didn't come to me in a relationship. Like you know how you always show your best foot forward those first six months or nah, whatever.
3: I gave my worst foot
1: forward.
4: I already knew what he was about. Yeah. I already knew who he was. So you can't Third be lying to central. me now. Yeah. How We're did he
1: charm you? How did he get you? How did he get you to remove him from the friend zone? When did you first go? Oh, I want to see that guy's penis. Nasty ass girl,
4: you shut the fuck up. Nasty ass girl, <laughs> what she got
1: me
3: one night,
0: bro. What happened? <laughs> He wanted it. I Wax, want tell- it. Wow. I thought we was Wow. Me too. Me too. Tell me your experience, <laughs> Wax. Tell me your story. <laughs> Share Yo, your bro, story. It's, it's not
4: a me too story. It's
3: kind of. Like, listen, we went to, I, went, I was golfing. Remember, I was golfing a lot. I was going to the pier, and I was golfing. And I told her yep. I was golfing. So she come and keep on trying to give me the drink. And I'm like, nah, nah, she's shoving a straw in my mouth.
4: Bullshit.
3: Then we go bowling. She going between my legs inside the bowl and alley, and I'm like, it
4: was no room. It was, yeah. it was wow.
3: Yeah. What
0: you me
3: going next between you your know. legs. Yes, and this next thing you know, she's sitting, she putting the liquor in my mouth again. Boom. No, I got to drive. I'm like, I don't drink, so it's gonna fuck me up. She got to a club. She got us into a club. She giving me drinks all night. Everybody in that club knew we was fucking, but me.
2: <laughs> I didn't know either. Wow! <laughs> so, so, I was the
3: only person who knew I was fucking that night. <laughs> no, it's true. That's
4: the manager was funny. like the next day. Oh, I thought you guys were dating already. I'm like, hell no. Now, now yeah, she's
0: all over me, Carla. So you Carla, Carla. Where did you take your victim after the club? Good <laughs> <Come on. So>,
4: luck.
0: <laughs> well, oh, watch this story.
4: Okay, what happened was so he was taking me back to the Bronx. Which I, does he even know? still this is yes. You dropped that. You dropped him off to the Bronx one time. Do you remember that?
3: That's what we were still. Hiding. That's what he used to be
0: at. Remember, you dropped me off at the yeah, Bronx? Yeah, and, I, think, what and the fuck I you do it all way? the time. I be like, why the fuck are you in the Bronx? I'm like, why? This <laughs> motherfucker.
4: Yo, I'd be paranoid at his fucking. We saw a truck like yours and be like, oh fuck, walk the other way, walk the other <laughs> way. He's waiting to see where he's going to come out from. <laughs>
0: like, and you know what used to be so funny? Back the I used to be saying, whoever this is is Puerto Rican. <laughs> They should always be saying that. I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck you in there with, but I guarantee you they're they Latino of some sort. I
1: mean, the odds <laughs> so, yeah, are drop, on your side
0: with that up, one.
3: <laughs> yeah, It's, it's so right. unbelievable. I tell the story. So she brought me upstairs, right? So she was like, come upstairs. I know you are hungry. Three, 3 o'clock in the morning. Come upstairs. I know you are hungry, right? And so empanadas I was everywhere. like, fuck it, I'm going to go upstairs and eat. I went upstairs, she made me some, what is it, uh, Alfredo? I, I didn't make
4: you anything. I what had cooked earlier in that day. And we were looking for food. The pizza spot was, like, packed. So I was like, I got food at home. You got to drop us off at home anyway.
3: Okay. So wow. come upstairs and
4: eat. I had cooked earlier. 3 o'clock
3: in the morning. Come upstairs and eat shrimp, Alfredo shrimp, Alfredo's. It was
4: rice and beans, actually. Rice <laughs> and beans. And,
3: and you gave me a garlic bread. One piece of garlic bread. All right, so, so she was like, don't go home. Just stay a night. So
4: he was going to go back to Jersey after drinking. Bronx
0: from Jersey, Charlotte. Come on, man. Right. Yeah, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't
1: have been drinking and driving, though. You're right.
0: Okay,
4: I don't drink and drive, okay. so right. no drinking
1: driving. All right, but if you're so, in the car, it doesn't matter. If shut drinking. up, yeah. it <laughs> did no, not matter. Oh, we story. upstairs now. We upstairs yeah, 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 now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, saying, I'm saying, she's like, I don't drink and drive, so you're drunk. You I wasn't driving. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't
4: no but we were there to be second
3: eyes. Yeah. So, so we upstairs. She got us lost like three times on the way, but we um we went upstairs. So she like. I just stay at night. And I'm like, all right, she's like, this is the famous words. Now, if if I lay here, you're not going to try to touch me, right? And I'm like, nah, should I put pillows here for a barrier? And I was like, nah, you good. It's three o'clock in the morning now. Now she got her fucking one, a, a spaghetti string thing that you just see the side nipple coming out. No. Wow. The booty shorts. And,
0: and then she you hear like Suave she would like
3: <laughs> Listen, she would like this. She would like this in the bed. She's like, this is our barrier. Just went like this three times. <laughs> you don't cross this line right here.
4: My friend's in the other room. And I was like, I can't do this. We got, I'm going to fuck up our friendship. I'm getting out. So I got up and I went to my friend's room and I lay down in her bed. I was like, I got to come in this room. And she looked at me and she's like, bitch, you don't get the fuck out of here and grab a condom out of my thing. And I was like, no. So she literally kicked me out of her bed. It was like, you can't be in here. And I'm like, and came I can't back with go a back. No, I did not come back with a condom. I went back to the bed. And then I went back and got the condom.
0: Did you already touch Wax's penis to know what size condom he needed when you went back to your girl's No,
4: room? I just brought back whatever condom she had. You didn't grab did like, a, like a grocery <laughs> bag from Rastini's or
1: something
0: like oh, that? Oh, I didn't have one at night. She didn't night. have a condom. We I had to use have, her yeah, condom. Yeah, of either. course Wax didn't have no condom. <laughs> Shut up, man. All right, next, man. Baby, you can okay. be good. Yeah, I'm good. So, so y'all yeah. had sex?
3: All
1: right, so y'all had sex? Yes.
4: And dude. he came on the first time.
1: Oh, yeah? In the condom? Did he come in the condom? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, did the top of it kind of blow up? Like, uh... <laughs> felt, <laughs> like she definitely felt the force. Yeah. She definitely felt the
0: force.
4: Okay, good. <laughs> good. Okay, bye. We done with that. Yes. That was a lot of
0: messages. Yes, I know one thing. Food at, food at y'all wedding gonna be fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
3: family cooked. She got all, every Hell Spanish. Oh yeah. Toast <laughs> <laughs> You gotta stop
4: doing that. Toast Did
0: you just, did you, did you, did you just yell corona and start coughing?
1: Yo, yeah, so Tostones this.
0: <laughs> what else I know?
4: You know
3: Nubian uh, Como estas? Nubian?
4: Sorry to throw out the garbage How's garbage?
3: Uh, lo La La blase
0: Saca la basura
4: Basura ba- Carla.
0: Call- What's wrong with you? You're right This is absolutely
1: Positively goddamn incredible Yo Wax You gotta learn Listen. Learn this one you gotta, um, you gotta learn uh, uh chupame chupamelo.
4: You know that one I
1: know what the hell that is, Chupame pinga. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know the bullshit. <laughs> I know all the bullshit. I know buta, marigold like ooh, whoa, ooh, close
4: that, close that, close the door. What? Oh, oh my god.
0: What happened?
3: Spanish mama
0: there, man. Come on. Your mama there? De- the
4: mama's there? Uh, no, I'm not going back outside. Come on, babe. Uh, That's so embarrassing.
0: Come on, you started that. <laughs> Wait, what's <laughs> happening? Uh, <laughs> what,
1: what's oh, happening?
3: <laughs> Explain to no, us like what's mama happening. Mama hearing me right now, bro.
1: <laughs> Explain to us what's happening.
3: Ah, the, 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 the cleaning lady here, and she and she's older Spanish. It's like Mama Anita, bro. And she hearing me say that, you know what? You know what that stuff means, Charlotte, bro. No, hey,
1: Carla, oh. can you please explain to Wax that in Spanish culture you can make these jokes? It's okay. It's nothing that she never heard before.
4: I'm not Spanish. I, I mean, I told him. a Oh, He said, of "Carla, dicks. yeah." What? Huh? No,
1: I, I thought I said, you said Charlotte. i was no, like, am no. Spanish. Why are you asking me? That old woman heard all these jokes before. Come on.
4: I'm sure she sucked plenty of dicks in her lifetime. She's like seventy something.
1: Yo, come on now.
4: She got kids.
1: Oh, yeah. But that's not fair. So, she don't, don't want
2: to
3: hear that from me though. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't want to she hear She knows, knows
4: we fucking she cleans up after us. All
3: right, I
0: get it. But you don't want her to do that. What the fuck? Wait a minute, wait a minute. She cleans up what after y'all fuck? What is she saying? Okay, seeing? bye. I gotta bye. go. God damn. Yeah. You, did, did, Cause I'm I'm sitting here thinking about Young Thug this week and how Young Thug says no matter how much he washes, his dick is still dirty. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? What are y'all doing?
3: She got me, man. She got me. I'm having fun on the boat. Yo, bro, We it's so crazy because the water's so close. It's like I go out in the backyard and like we don't get home to two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes. Just in the middle. I'm out there fishing two o'clock in the morning. It's really crazy. You
0: be catching shit that late? Hell yeah. Like big ass fish, yo. It's unbelievable. It's too late to be on the water. Listen, show sure, just pay some bills and then I want to come back and I want to do a deep dive on uh, Little Boosie's comments uh, about uh, getting his 12 and 13 year old son and nephew some some head. All right, let's
1: do it. Hey, pay the bills. I got to piss. All right, and then I'm gonna go to that bonito right after you. Uh, da, 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 da. guys. Um, listen, I'm sure all the You know, I'm sure all the all the sex talk that we just had got you guys a little bit riled up. Um, you might need to go find yourself a girl that can can get it out of you the way Carla gets it out of wax. Now, hey. um, if you want to have the sexual escapade of your life, what I would recommend is getting that blue chew, okay? Same active ingredient that's in Cialis or Viagra, the exact same thing, only it activates twice as fast because you're chewing it up. You're not just swallowing yes. it waiting for that shit to work. Mm-hmm. This is a guaranteed night of your life no fucking around. You give your girl what she deserves and ladies, if you're listening right now, get your man that so that he can give you what you deserve. It's quarantine. This quarantine about nice. to wrap up. A couple more weeks. Spend a weekend getting freaky and you know what? Ooh. It's free. With our promo code, right? Idiots, or actually idiot, you go to, um, you go to uh, Bluetooth.com and use our promo code idiots with the S at the end. That's right. bluechew.com, promo code idiots S at the end. You can get it for free. All you got to do is pay $5 for shipping. That's right. Shipping hard dicks right to your mailbox. $5. That's it. $5 shipping. And it's yours. The most amazing sexual escapade that you ever had. Guaranteed by Blue Chew. Go get it. Sign up right now. BlueChew.com slash idiots. Use our promo code idiots and you will get it. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the brilliant idiots. Now let's get back to the show, Sharla, Look at that timing! Look at that timing!
3: Yeah, and I gotta go, my brother. I got I got a, I got a gig right now. I got okay. a couple guys on a dock waiting on me. Do your thing, bro. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, I got going to um, bullying the beast. Some more wax stories and. Um, Sky Blue Reynolds, you know, come out here. I would love for y'all to get up on a boat and do something.
0: We hey, ain't nobody coming to Florida at a time like this.
3: Ain't any time like this. The boat ain't going nowhere. It's right in the backyard. That's you right. Know what I'm saying
0: when the quarantine over, absolutely.
3: Yeah, let's come out here. I'm keep fixing up. By the time y'all get there, it's gonna probably be a totally different boat. I'm just keep on renovating to make it better. So, um, yeah. Now, now be are safe
1: you gonna move there, back. back
3: here? Yeah, be safe, huh?
1: Are you gonna move back here eventually? Or are you staying down there forever? Yeah, man, Wax
3: got a couple of spots, you know what I'm saying? I'm still me. Just upgrade it.
0: Love it. Now, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew you know good and well you can't keep a Puerto Rican from the Bronx? <laughs> yeah, she go she, from
3: the Bronx, <laughs> <man>. she <laughs> ain't from the Bronx, man. She ain't from
0: the Bronx, man. You don't have to be from there. You just can't keep Puerto Ricans from there. Yeah, yeah,
3: nah, yeah. she she, she out here. She good out here in Florida. That's where she from, so she good.
0: Right.
3: Man, I'm going to do some push-ups on the boat, man. I'll right, be safe. Thing, bro. My brother, love. Blessings, man. Love. i be
0: safe. Blessings. Hey man, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the man, bro. Talk to me, He's, bro. Elon Musk. You know, uh, he opened up his his plant this week. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I didn't even notice. They say he sued California and threatened to go to Texas. Tesla won, and now they'll reopen the whole county. Folded. <laughs> like the, the California. The headline says California officials cap, cap what is it capitulate to Elon Musk? Allow Tesla plant to
1: reopen. One hundred percent. I mean, God. it is co- it is illegal what they're doing. They can't really make you stay home. You have the right to a public assembly. It's part of the Constitution. If we all want to just go outside, we could. It is, oh, oh, it is oh, 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. illegal what they're doing. But we're all on board with it because we think it's going to make a difference. That being said, we have to decide how long we need to do this for. The statistics that are coming back in right now about corona are very shifty, and uh, we need to figure out what is right, what's wrong, man.
0: This shit changes every fucking day. I saw Dr. Fauci on TV two days ago saying, don't
1: wear a mask. Son. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, huh? It's, it's don't wear a mask. It's do wear a mask. It's There's only one mask that works. There's one, there's so many different things going on. Even the death statistics. Have you seen this shit? This is where shit gets crazy. Well, Dr. Fauci said that
0: uh, it's, it's been 80-something thousand. He said he thinks it's more.
1: Yo, but check it. Anybody with corona symptoms is considered label corona. a corona death. Okay. Yeah. So that means you get hit by a bus, they bring you in and they see that you are wheezing a little bit. They're like, oh, is that, is he coughing? Probably corona. They don't even got to test you if you have corona symptoms. There's a million symptoms of corona. And the reason why they're doing it is because the hospitals are fucking empty. They're furloughing doctors, right? They're going out of business. And in the stimulus bill, they said that they'll, they will, they will, Give stimulus money to the hospitals people with corona, yeah, the have, cases with with symptoms who die from corona. So the things like thirteen
0: grand or some shit like
1: son, that. son. It's like if if you use a ventilator, it's thirty nine thousand or some shit like that. So basically, they're like, fuck it, put that motherfucker on a ventilator for a little bit. Oh, that person died. Oh yeah, was he coughing a little bit before? Well, shit. Say say he had corona, because then we get thirteen grand when he dies. We don't get thirteen grand if he dies from you know a heart attack. I'm gonna tell you something, man. This is
0: why, and I truly believe this, and I just capitalism shouldn't be in the healthcare system, bro. Like, just make healthcare free and figure out a way to pay these doctors and surgeons and everybody top dollar. And by the way, if you can fucking dump, you know, $1.8 trillion into the economy, the Democrats asked for $3 trillion this week. If y'all got that kind of money just to dump, Mm. you know what I mean, for shit like this, y'all got the money for free healthcare, bro.
1: But that's the thing.
0: you, You absolutely
1: do. This is not capitalism. Capitalism would actually help this, This is the opposite. It is capitalism. capitalism Because if
0: you it's it's capitalism because if they're telling you, if they're saying, look, we're gonna pay you this amount of money if you have coronavirus patients, so it makes you lie about, you know, the coronavirus patients. But
1: but that money is capitalism. Nah, capitalism would be the opposite. Capitalism would be free market. So the market would decide who got helped, right? And the market would go, oh, actually. Uh, we this these hospitals aren't functioning right now. There's they're actually we're actually going out of business when we're only helping corona patients. Well what they would probably do is stop labeling people as corona because that scares people from going into hospitals for their elective procedures. And they'd go, actually we have way less corona deaths. It's okay, hospitals are good. Come on in. We're gonna go out of business unless well, we have other people. Well nobody
0: in. nobody knew that though. Like that was a that was a a conspiracy theory for a while, right? What's the that? fact that they were labeling people. When people would die, they would label you with Corona when you didn't have Corona. I don't even know if that's actually still has been confirmed.
1: I just yeah. know that's something
0: that people that's been I a mean, conspiracy is, theory that people have been talking about. It is, I do know that
1: that's not I do conspiracy. know you get paid. That's not conspiracy. It is confirmed that you are labeled a Corona death if you have Corona symptoms and they are well, not. Con, con, cite your sources. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll look it up right now. But from everything but I, I've read, uh, what can cons- I do? Know you get
0: paid though. Hospitals get paid a certain amount of money. That's part of the Yes. So to me, that's the alt. That's the ultimate version of capitalism.
1: Um, it would, but getting paid by the government isn't a free market system. A free market would let the actual market decide what is the most valuable surgery to get or what is the most valuable valuable use of the hospital.
0: Well, maybe okay. Well, maybe the word worry capitalism, but when you have a money hungry goddamn healthcare system,
1: right. Agreed. When Dude, have, I agree when you, with you. When,
0: you. when you have a money-hungry healthcare system, this is
1: why healthcare should be affordable to fucking everybody. That shouldn't even be affordable. It should be fucking be free. I agree. This is a perfect just, example of like how corrupt shit gets when money is involved, mm-hmm, 100%. Mm-hmm, Whether it's mm-hmm. money from the government or money from the people, but if exactly. you make it for profit, people are going to gravitate towards that for <clears throat> profit situation. Absolutely. And they're doing it probably for good reason. Like They're furloughing doctors. They're laying off doctors. So they're like- well, shit, we don't want to fire doctors. We got to make sure our nurses are paid. We got to make sure all these people are paid, even though nobody's in the hospital because the corona, uh, the f- curve has been flattened and way less people are going to the hospital with corona. So we they got to find a way to keep generating revenue or they're going to have to fucking close. I don't know, bro. This shit,
0: man. You talk about essentials. If healthcare is not an essential thing, then I don't know what the fuck is. If this quarantine didn't show us this, if this pandemic didn't show us how essential healthcare is and why everybody in America should have access to good healthcare, my God. Like some shit you got to have a heart for, bro. Like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you just let people get free fucking healthcare when they need it and pay the doctors top dollar? Pay doctors and teachers top dollar, bro. Doctors yeah. and fucking teachers need, should be getting paid top dollar.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Let's, let's pay them more. That being said, it doesn't help the situation. I think, I think what's, was helping this situation or would be if we, and Elon Musk was talking about it on Rogan. He's like, we just need more data right now. We don't have any data. He was the one, my source is Elon Musk. He was the one that was saying that they're misreporting the deaths and that they're not uh, including primary source, uh, primary causes or secondary causes. For example, if you have Corona, but you get eaten by a shark, the shark is what killed you, not Corona, but you'll get labeled. Yeah. As a corona death, because anybody who has corona and dies, it gets labeled as corona death. When when,
0: when it should be, when it should be, um, he had symptoms of coronavirus, or he had coronavirus, but, but he also had diabetes. Him. Yeah, he also yeah. had cancer. He also had, uh, but it, then the other things. The coronavirus is causing they say blood clots and shit.
1: That's the thing. So it, it can lead to these things, but if the main reason, if ninety percent of the reason is because of that that other thing you have then maybe we blame it on that so that the whole world who's healthy isn't afraid yeah. of it i mean i saw the craziest statistic about corona and rogan said it on a podcast this was dope is that the age of death for coronavirus right is higher than the age of death for just living interesting in, in other words if most people die at 73 or 77 or whatever and the average age of, like, guaranteed corona death is 80. You're outliving life. We shut the whole yeah. world down for a disease that kills people who have already outlived life?
0: No, I know. I'm going to tell you something. I go back to what I said originally. I don't think- I'm wrong now?
1: I don't think is they it? knew what it Hold on. Like. Al says I'm wrong on it. What? This is Elon Musk saying it, so you you tell Elon he's wrong. I don't know. It's just so that statistic is, like, um, misleading
0: because they taking every single person who dies and then getting the average of that death. So if a kid dies by getting hit from a car, that seven year old is, is included in that average. Yeah. Right now with Corona, you're only taking the average of the people who die from Corona. And we know already that Corona affects older people than it does younger people. So the average is going to be skewed because Corona affects older people than it does younger.
1: That's the point though. That That's what they're saying. They're saying that that it's a, a disease that affects older people because they have much weaker immune systems Where whereas life, sometimes you die when you're young, sometimes you die when you're old, but if you take all those people that end up dying and sometimes a seven-year-old is going to skew those lives shorter, but if you look at overall averages of when people die and overall averages of the people that die from corona, they actually die later on than life.
0: I just think a better statistic would be if you take all the people who die from natural causes, like not a seven-year-old who passes. Like an that's, that's, that's better.
1: And I think it would be a... More realistic, but oh you're saying because if you if you eliminated all those people, the seven the young people that died in car accidents, all that kind of shit, then our life expectancy would be higher. That's fair. Great point, great point. But still, similar. Taylor, please, if you talk, then you're you shut down the screen. I'll sh- I can show you afterwards, but we can't see Charlotte anymore. I'm back. Well, no, we just can't see. Can we is there a way where we can like mute her so it just stays on his no matter what? Yeah. Okay.
0: Well oh, no, my my I think something happened. Like my Wi-Fi
1: jumped off. Oh, okay, okay. So um my bad, Taylor. Sorry. Um uh, so yeah, so basically you have all this like conflicting data, and I'm not saying one is right or wrong, but we don't really know what is right. And when we don't know what truly is right, we can't make accurate assessments or decisions on when to reopen the country.
0: And that's why everybody's saying, like uh, all the doctors are saying that the country is not being reopened because of science. Our data is being opened because of politics and the economy. And, and that's, that's the truth to the matter. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's sad because it's like people act like they're afraid to say they don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know, you don't fucking know. And Dr. Fauci said the realest shit. He was like, yo, you reopen the economy too soon. You might cause more needless suffering, more death, and you might do permanent damage to the fucking economy.
1: Right. And but if you, you don't reopen it too soon, the exact same thing could happen. It's, it's all, hey, you dance if you do, you dance if you and don't. If you do, Dance if you don't. It's just, it isn't, I think that what's happened is they shut down the entire world, right? Literally, 80% of the world is probably locked in shelter in place, right? Cartels are telling people that they have to stay at home. Gangs are telling their members they have to stay at home. Everybody across the world is in their house. And yeah, that's
0: why I don't understand how they find time to still shoot people in Brooklyn. But it's it's
1: impressive. These are hardworking gang members. It absolutely okay? is. Um. If, and they're shutting it down because they're like, yo, a second wave could come. We got to be careful. If a second wave doesn't come and if the numbers come out that show that this the show that this actually wasn't as bad as they said it would be, you think we will ever trust them again about a health crisis? Who is them though? The Fauci's of the world, the, the CDC, the people that basically said for our benefit, we got to stay inside. If it turns out this wasn't as big a deal as they said it was, We'll never trust them again. So you don't. Think, yeah, we will. In my yeah, opinion, will. in my opinion, we won't trust them again. You no, know, you, you know, you know that's why? Just in my opinion,
0: no, you know why? Yeah, we we still trust meteorologists, bro. We still trust fucking weathermen. Every weatherman can tell us it's about the snow mm-hmm. and it's gonna be eight feet of snow, and we go to the grocery store and we buy all this shit, and nothing happens, and we still turn the fucking news on. Like we still, like we still, You're we right. still trust weathermen, bro.
1: Yeah, no, that's interesting. That is true. It's, it's but, technically,
0: but technically, what Fauci them are doing is just a forecast.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing: a weatherman doesn't like make my family's business go out of business with their decision, right? If they they're basically like it's gonna rain tomorrow, but they're not saying, "Yo, everything that you guys work for, you got to shut down and now just sell it and it's done." Right? Because well, that's, I mean, I- that's what's going on. That's what's at stake right now. It's like- a, What is it what is it? Fauci's fault? No, it's not Fauci's fault. Like, I think that the doctors are doing what doctors do, right? Is make decisions based on close to worst case scenario to save as many people as possible, which I think is the mm-hmm. admirable right thing to do. I don't think he's a villain. I think he's doing everything that's right and he's an honorable man. I think that politicians, right, who have acted on this have said, this is so deadly. It's going to get everybody. We got to be careful. And then it turned out to not be as deadly. And they don't want to look wrong. So they're basically saying, hey, how do we make this seem as deadly as we said it was going to be so we don't look wrong? And then they go, all right, anybody who's got corona symptoms, uh, just include that as a as a corona death. Do us a favor. I think well, that's you know, it, how that it, works.
0: I get it. But either way, 80,000 people dead is it's enough for somebody to be like, okay, yeah, that's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see that death toll on TV all day long and they're, they're just ringing it off, you're like, I don't want to be in that number. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think all of us at to this point probably know at least one person who passed away from coronavirus maybe.
1: No question. I had it. You're 100% yeah, I know,
0: right. I know, I know three. You know what I'm saying? My Uncle Jim, uh, Brother Akbar Muhammad, um, as well as uh, Fred the Godson. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like these are three people that I personally know, right? right. So it's like, that's enough for me. Wait, this, this is America, baby. All we need is one. You know what I'm right. saying? All, one all we need is one. Once that uh, one person gets it, everybody's like, shit. It's real. You think, motherfucker, you, think that, you think millions of people didn't start wearing condoms in the 90s when Magic got HIV?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You think easy you think when Easy E died, millions of people didn't start putting on condoms? Yeah.
1: Cause he, come on, man. That's just the that's the era we live in. Yeah, it does make it real. hundred Don't deny that. And I want to save as many people as possible. There's no question. You know, but there are a lot of things out there that kill far more people than Corona that we seem to not really care about. Smoking. Listen, I agree. 100%. Because yo, smoking, real talk, they tried smoking, to outlaw vaping because they're like, yo, it's killing people. And people went, fuck you. Trump said that. Trump, <laughs> Trump, Trump said we should outlaw vaping.
0: vaping. I said bacon.
1: Trump, Trump,
0: Trump, Trump, Trump tried to outlaw vaping. Listen, smoking kills 480,000 people a year. And smoke cigarettes have no nutritional value whatsoever. Mm. That shit is just for profit, bro. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. I, you know, people don't like that. They're like, oh, smoking is not addictive and smoking is a choice and all this and that. I Listen, either you care about life or you don't.
1: You And look, you have, I guess the difference between corona and smoking is that smoking is your choice to hurt yourself. Corona, you could be hurting someone else. And, yeah. and it is an important distinction to make. If corona only affected you when you went outside, we would be still at work right now because people would be able to take a risk that's with their right. own life. But now you're taking that's a risk right. with someone else's life.
0: That's right. Absolutely. And that's why it is 100%. different.
1: That being said, <clears throat> we do have a lot of things to cause a lot of death and we just accept and move on with our life with it. And it's eventually, <sighs> we're going to have to open the economy. It's no question. Eventually we do. We all agree on that. It's well, that's, just when. I mean,
0: that, shit, that, shit, that shit's open already. I still believe that coronavirus... I still feel like they don't know what the fuck it is. And they didn't know what it was. And so everybody just was like, whoa, Mm.
1: let's
0: shut everything down until we figure it out. Mm. And I still, I think right now there's still more than one uh, strain of coronavirus, yo. Only because coronavirus, some people get it and after 14 days, they're good. Some people get it and they are fucked up. Now you got these kids getting it and they uh, developing, what's it called, Kawasaki disease? I
1: don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, man. That's the scary part. It's one thing when it's it's one thing when it's the when it's the older people and the adults, but when it starts affecting the kids, mm-hmm. come on, man! It's something called Kawasaki disease. I think it affects your respiratory system as well, and it gives you some type of rash and something else. But it's just like, and it's, it's like a couple of kids in New York already died from
1: it. Like dying—that's another thing. It's like they they throw an every yeah, statistic yeah. Like, out nah, there to like,
0: scare the shit out of you. Like, ah, a couple of kids died. A couple of kids in New York died of Kawasaki disease. I know I know Chris knows. It's an Asian word. Chris. Is Chris there? Yes. You know Kawasaki disease, right? Yes. Have you read about it? Yes. It's a side effect of Corona, right? It's an inflammatory condition that they think is li- linked to Corona. Boom. So, yeah. They think. What? Once- Hey, I'm, man. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. they're making it up. I wouldn't worry about it. They're probably just making it up. You think so?
1: Chris is being. Of course frustrated.
0: not. Oh, what the fuck! Yeah. I was like, what? I'm like, hell no. Yeah, I, I, I listen. All of that stuff like that. It's just like I'm not taking no chances, bro. I would rather be safe than sorry. But I'm also one of the people who knows that they are in the position. To where I don't have to take any chances. I'm right. not a person that, I'm not an essential worker. I'm not a person that has to go to work. I'm not a person that, you know, has no choice but to take their kids to school because I have to go to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know.
1: I think if we actually knew what the fuck was going on, we could make some decisions, but the reality is we don't. And it's been Nobody- so. It's been nobody so skewed. Does, and nobody does. It's been so skewed and so politicized that it makes it even that much more difficult.
0: That is the fucked up part about it. It has been politicized, but here's the thing that everybody needs to understand. Something is going on. hundred percent. All right. Something is making people sick. Something is killing people. All of this shit about when people say it's not real, that's just stupid to me. How do
1: we like, save just- the most people possible? That's really what it comes down to.
0: I think we're doing it now. I, mean, I, think what's happened, I think what's happened the past two months is how you say to most people possible, outside of getting a vaccine or some type of treatment.
1: Apparently, the total death toll of people is down because everybody's just inside. So you're not having like work-related deaths. You're not having car crashes. You're not having all these other things. So the total human death toll is actually less. Corona once is again, actually saving lives.
0: Once again, yeah. essentials. I don't lead, a, I don't have, I'm a yeah. homebody. I like being home. Yeah. There's no, what's the point of just being out? I never understood that. I got to just be out. Why?
1: Uh, Why? I'm not going to lie, bro. Like the other day, I was walking down the street with my girl in this Italian place, set up shop, and they were open. They were serving some little apps and some drinks that you could take on the street. And I wasn't even hungry or thirsty, but I just bought some shit just because I wanted that human interaction. I wanted to feel like I want to feel that, like, sense of normalcy again, you know? And I get it. I, I was just, it was great. I loved it. I fucking I loved it. it. I get it. I get it. You know? Listen,
0: I want a, a little Boosie, man. Oh um, well, Yeah, tell me
1: about this Boosie thing.
0: I don't know if you saw the comments that little Boosie made, but uh, Taylor can probably put the clip in. But, the, but basically, a little Boosie. Let me see if I got a transcript of it here. Anywhere. We can move on. Shit you won't care about next week. Um, oh, you don't have it in here, Taylor? A little Boosie shit? Basically, Lil Boosie was taking smoke because he said that he's paid women to give his nephew and, I think, son oral sex. How old are they? Like 12. Like 12 and 13, I believe.
1: Um, yeah, it's tricky. I think I got head when I was 14, maybe. From who, though? Uh, um... An older woman? Nah, that's not I me. Mean. Yeah, what are you about? <laughs> yeah. She wasn't that. Uh, she wasn't old. I'm trying to think, though, man. Like, mm, yeah, it's tricky, man. It's illegal. But I don't
0: think it's tricky. I um, I can see, listen. I think that if if Lil Boosie was to get arrested for that, um, which I see people calling for, mm-hmm. I see people, you know, sending his video to the police department in Louisiana. So if, you know, they came to investigate him and, you know, like like child services and they arrested him, I would totally understand why. I think that um, this situation is bigger than Little Bootsy, though, because I think it's generational. I think it's generational trauma, but I also think it's the way that we look at manhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like like the, like the younger you start having sex you know, for so long in this country, it's like, you're, like you're, 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 they, they paint you as a, as a man, so to speak. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, a, like the way we look at daughters, like if our daughters are, are, are fucking early or if an older guy was fucking with our daughter, we mad at our daughter and we want to kill the dude. If it's a young man with an older woman, we kind of cheering the shit on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We reward it. Yeah. And, and, and as somebody who, you know, me, I got molested when I was eight years old, and I just started calling it molestation over the past few years. All before, I was just like, I got head when I was eight years old by an older woman. You know what I mean? But when you're young, you don't look at it like that. And I've told this story a million times. Like, you know, me and all my boys, we was eight, nine years old, talking about these older women that we was fucking around with, and actually clowning each other, saying that we were lying. When the truth of the matter is, all of us was probably getting motherfucking touched on. Mm. So, you know regardless of what the intention is, abuse is abuse. And you don't know how that's going to traumatize, you know, somebody later in the future, you know? So I think it's a larger conversation that's, that's, bigger than, that's bigger than Little Boosie. And I think that conversation is just about, once again, the why of it all. Like, why do we over-sexualize men? Mm. And, and, make, and make men feel like, you know, the sooner you have sex, the more of a man you are. Mm. You know? Like, I don't see why we're in such a rush to, you know, let, let turn turn boys into men, per se. Mm.
1: You
0: know? There's just certain things you should discover on your own.
1: Yeah, I felt that as a kid. If I don't lose my virginity by this age, am I a loser? You know, if I'm not- Why'd you feel that way? Uh, Probably movies or something like that. You know, maybe mm-hmm. TV shows, mm-hmm. maybe social pressure. You know, I think, and that shit carries as you go- you go on into like, you know, you're, you go to spring break, right? With your friends. And it's like, well, if I don't hook up on spring break, then this shit was pointless. And you put all this like unnecessary pressure on yourself to, yeah. to like achieve these goals that really aren't goals. Like banging a girl drunkenly in spring break is not a goal. It's not an accomplishment, but I yeah. think it's, it's like, I, I thought I probably was like, I am probably was thinking like, oh, if I do that, then I must be like charming, funny, and like good looking. That will validate me yeah. as those things. And I think as I've like had more success in my career, I'm more validated by that instead of like these, these weird like accomplishment, like treating women like accomplishments, if you will. Yeah. But you know, to the boosy thing is interesting because yeah, it is generational and it is cultural too. You know, yeah. like I think, I think there's certainly pressure not only from your friends but your family. Right? What do they always say every Christmas? So you got a girlfriend. So yeah. what's going on? You got any girls in your life? So what's good, yeah. like and you want to come to Christmas and go, yeah, I got a girl, or yeah, I'm hooking up, or yeah, I'm getting laid.
0: And that, yeah, and that's that's exactly like when you look at the Boosie situation, it's like attacking Boosie isn't gonna change that ideology, right? Because to me, when when I guarantee you, if you have a conversation with Boosie, Boosie would say his uncles did that to him. Mm. Or his father. You know, did that to him. Some father figure in his life did that to him. So in his mind, that's a rite of passage when you get to a certain age. It's kind of like a uh, the, 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 the 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 sick perverted version of a bar mitzvah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like that's when you be that's when you become a man in his mind. Yeah. Right. So he's just passing on what he was taught. So it's just like, how do you break that cycle, right? Because to me, I want to be able to pass on. More to my kids than just trauma. That's not what I, I don't want to pass that on to my kids. Like, and then also when you're from the hood, man, when you're from the hood and you're from the ghetto, you really don't got nothing else to give your kids. Yo. So what so, so what I would tell Boosie now is Boosie, you got way more to offer your kids than probably the people that raised you had to offer you. Yeah. All they could offer you was that that hood shit that gave you that sense of pride and that sense of validation. I got hell when I was 13. Yeah. My older woman, you know what I mean? But now, Boosie, you got way more to pass on to your kids and just that kind
1: of trauma. Yeah. I mean, and he probably is doing that too. Like he's probably passing on way more, but yeah. And it's a weird thing. Like even calling it trauma is weird because what makes something trauma and what makes something culture? Like if that's what happens to everybody and everybody in his family and all those people's friends are doing that exact thing. Well, culture can be a crime. It, it could be a crime. You
0: could be in a, you could be in a drug family this. It's, that's the culture, yeah. but it's still a crime. Yeah, but... You it, know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but, like, being... A, you're saying a drug family? Yeah, you could be a
0: family that... The father sold drugs and the uncle right. sold drugs and you started selling drugs. It could be that culture, that family, but it's still a crime. It's still, it's still... It's still
1: wrong. It is still wrong. It's still a crime, but I don't know if it gives you the same trauma than if you experience something way different than everybody else experience.
0: It depends, right? Like, I looked at... um, Like I said, I always... Started talking about my situation because I saw Tyler Perry on Oprah yeah. crying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or you could watch a movie like Antoine Fisher. And Antoine Fisher was getting, you know, touched on by a young woman. This and that. Like I don't know if the if 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 certain if God some guys may not want to do that. Think about it, right? If you in the hood, if you anywhere, not even just the hood. If you anywhere and you are getting pressured by an uncle or a father, like now nah, you gonna come? Get, you gonna let this woman give you head? This and that. What if I don't want it? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if I'm just doing it because daddy's making me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is a lot. Like,
1: I I really wonder if you never saw Tyler Perry and nobody ever told you otherwise if it would be less traumatic or more traumatic. Like, is ignorance bliss? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't
0: even know. You uh, know what I'm saying? No, I don't think think ignorance is bliss because if it was, it would be a lot more happy people. But, um, I think when it comes to that situation, I wasn't I was traumatized when I was young because I made her stop. Like I literally took fucking firecrackers, the little shit that you throw and they pop on the ground. I was throwing them at her to leave me the fuck alone. Uh. But the trauma didn't come. I mean, of course it felt good when she's doing it to you, but the trauma comes when you know that this woman is doing something she shouldn't be doing to you and you're telling her to stop. Right. Right. And the trauma comes from her calling me ugly after the fact. Like, are you ugly anyway? Yeah, I ain't wanna, you know what I'm saying like and 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 going out of her way to like make me feel fucked up. All right, like, so check like,
1: it. Let me give you a different example, but like something that's totally normal, right? Like mm-hmm. circumcision, right? I'm circumcised, right? Hmm. That's totally normalized. Everybody gets circum. It's totally normalized to the point where if you're not circumcised in America, people look at you like something's wrong with you. Right. Okay. That being said. It's pretty traumatic. Someone's snipping off the end of your dick, like that, without my permission, without anything, you just cutting my fucking dick up. You just mutilated my dick. And nobody's gonna pa- ask me about that shit. Like nobody asked me permission. It, you're a child. And the and the parents, the parents get permission. That's my point. You're a child, right? So like that shit happened to you when you were a child. That's why it's wrong. That girl was sucking on your dick. I'd rather a girl suck my dick than cut it off. I Man, what the fuck? I'm just saying, <laughs> no, it's an interesting I'm a, point. I'm
0: a, you know, you know why I'm pro-circumcision? Go. Because you're being so insensitive right now. Think about all the women who've been traumatized by them
1: goddamn fucking turtleneck penises. Son, that's the that's the PR that they give, bro. What if they like <laughs> that shit better? Like, this is how amazing the PR is around circumcision. <laughs> Think about this. We call your dick, if it's not circumcised, we call it uncircumcised instead of just a dick, the way a dick is supposed to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So they've they've like made us feel a certain way about our dicks that if they're not that actually yeah actually it should be called natural right it natural should it should be called dick organic organic that whole literally the whole food the whole of it <laughs> you know what I'm saying bro, but like what do they what do they do with all that foreskin that's where they make the
0: yarmukas bro what if that shit is that leather on your goddamn chair. <laughs>
1: What, Son, if, that's that's what if seriously right that's what
0: if all of us have been sitting on foreskin couches all these years Yo, and not bro, even that's knowing that's
1: it? Next level balling right there, bro.
0: <laughs> and that's why when you sleep and you sweat a little bit, it's so sticky. <laughs> you gotta just, you gotta peel yourself off that foreskin. <laughs> oh, listen, all I'm simply saying is I think it's a larger conversation to be had with the little Bootsy thing. I don't think it's about one individual. I think it's about an ideology because I've seen this a million times. I remember I don't know what the fuck I was watching. It was something with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne talked about how he made uh, one of his artists. I think it was Chucky. It was somebody. It was somebody. He made them get head. And he was like, that's what baby them used to do to me. And I remember Cameron said in the rap
1: one time. um,
0: Diddy uh, to Usher.
1: Didn't Diddy take Usher around, get his dick sucked a bunch early on or something like that?
0: I don't know. Nothing about that shit.
1: (laughs) I thought that. Didn't that happen? Like when Usher was young and coming up? Wasn't there a story told Yeah, like Diddy told me, took me around and I learned how to be a man, blah, blah, blah.
0: I don't know about that, but I do know. That
1: That happened. It It did happen, right?
0: You
4: were there? you know, Taylor? What was it like? Like, I saw the documentary. Yeah, that was it.
1: It was in the documentary. What was the documentary?
4: It's like on YouTube I was watching it, and they said that he, him, he used to do it to um, Bow Wow, but Mm -hmm. JD did to Bow Wow and stuff like that. They all do that, the young ones.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. It's fucked up. It's a culture, you know what I mean, and and it's it's like that's what needs to be discussed. It needs to be like, first of all, you didn't do your hair because you got braids, but it, it needs to be discussed and, that it, it it needs to be discussed. It's like, this is bigger than one individual. This is right. something that men think is cool. And, like men and, think it's cool to take a little young dude and let get him get a piece of pussy off some head or something
1: like that, bro. It that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a difference between trauma and culture, and sometimes. Things that we look at as a crime and are bad are completely normalized within a culture. Like within a drug dealing family, they don't think it's that bad. Let's be honest. still a crime, though. No? It's still a crime. Or, or here's a better version of it. Within the political family, you know, the political families that probably got to do some foul shit to keep getting reelected or probably got to, you know, maybe like say some lies to the people to continue their power, et cetera. That's normalized yeah. within the family. Is it not? Like there's yeah, two generations of bushes that were, you know, presidents. You don't think the same secrets and the same game got passed down? Yeah, sometimes you got a lot Absolutely. of the people.
0: Absolutely. But once again it's still a crime. You know what I'm it, saying? Not saying it's not. Yeah. But like, and how- I think the, the the only way to the only way to show that something is wrong, sadly, is to hold people accountable, right? So, a lot of times that's how when you that's a lot of times that's when people open their eyes and like, "Oh shit, that's that, that is wrong." When somebody gets locked up. Like even when you talk about politics, when somebody gets locked up, when somebody gets impeached, then you're like, what they did was wrong. Until then, you're just normalizing the same shit over and over. And I think that's what happens in a situation like this. You know, men have been doing this shit for so long, like, yeah, hey, man, uh, he getting some pussy now, too. Uh, yeah, I got him some pussy. Like, you've been doing that shit for so long that it's like, you're normalizing
1: that shit. And eventually it becomes circumcision. Where if you what? <laughs> where, think about it. Eventually it becomes circumcision, where if you don't do it, you're the weirdo.
0: Yeah, and oh, yes, you're absolutely right. And I'll tell you what else. Think about all those movies we grew up on in the 80s and the 90s. If you wasn't getting no pussy, you was a loser. And it was all about people trying to get their first piece of fucking pussy.
1: Boom. Always. Boom. So, of course, we're going to feel the pressure. Weird, every bro. every movie was, I got to get laid before I go to college. So you're going to feel crazy pressure to get yeah. laid before you go to college because you don't want to be like the losers in the movie.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's a conversation deeper. that we I agree it's, with it your it point. Though. It's, it's,
0: a way, it's a way broader conversation than just though Boosie's a Ex- fucked up person.
1: Exactly. It's easy to just point the finger at a little Boosie, boosie and then you feel good about yourself. But if you really want to change something up, you gotta address the culture that we all live Absolutely. In, in in America, which is like, Absolutely. yo, it's kinda cool to get laid at a young age. It's whack, man.
0: It but but it, it, it is a double standard because we don't feel like that about women. Like women will get labeled early. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As whores, as sluts. Yeah. Uh, you definitely don't want no older man fucking with your daughter. And you don't want your daughter fucking young.
1: Yo, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know how that's so fucking true. But you know what's interesting? Women will reward the um, the male promiscuity at a young age. Like, women will say, they'll be like, oh, yeah, my kid's just such a lady killer. You know what I mean? Oh, you see him. He's out there. Oh, he's killing it in preschool or blah, blah, blah. You had all the good, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's joking. It's a joke. Obviously nothing's happening in preschool, but at the same time it is rewarding a behavior.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like, um. Culture's
1: passed down from the women, bro.
0: It's like, it's like, it's like when you put, when you plant that seed, it never goes away. That's it. Like, especially when you, you, you know, you're from a certain generation, a certain era that puts pride on sleep with as many women as possible, mm. get as many bodies under your belt as possible. So the earlier you start, like, you like, you know, I used to say that shit so nonchalantly. I was getting head at eight, by 20-something year old. Mm. Like, um, that's actually not right. <laughs> like, like she's a fucking fuck. She was a fucking pedophile. And just like the women that are doing that shit, the boozy sons and shit is pedophile. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like, how can you justify that shit in your mind? But,
1: I, I mean, also think about what type of horrible shit is going on in their lives that they got to accept money to suck 12-year-old dicks. Like You got some wild shit going on in your life. Yeah, man. You got to be really struggling. Yeah. So I'm ready to have that broader conversation.
0: Um, MJ, Doc, what you thought of this week?
1: Uh, the best episode so far. I mean, this is the, he. you know, you get into the cost of greatness, man. You get into what he believes the cost of greatness is. I what I really wish is that they had Steve Kerr talk about the different ways to win. Cause Steve Kerr has been part of the tyrannical regime that was the Bulls and Michael Jordan. And he's also been part of the free flowing hippie regime that is the Golden State Warriors, where everybody's high fiving and and,
0: and, and and that's why they lost.
1: Well, they they also won, though. That's why they lost.
0: Michael Jordan, if Michael Jordan had Say that it. team around Say him. It. He, they'd, be, they'd be on championship number six right now, seven. 100%. Who the fuck knows? No, you're like, right. Come on.
1: Now, now listen, you're 100% right. That being said, I'm curious about Kerr's um, experience in both and going, I wonder if he would say, you know what? I'd rather not win as many and enjoy coming to work every day than win them all and, and literally be frightened every single day of my life.
0: There is absolutely no reason... To take Michael Jeffrey Jordan personal, if you're coming in there and doing your fucking job to the best of your ability, mm. not the best of his ability, because Michael, no, you couldn't be him. He made that shit absolutely clear. Okay, but all he wanted you to do was be the best you could possibly be. Do you think and if that you weren't was
1: doing enough? that, he was on your ass? Do you think that was enough for him? You really think he just stopped at at? Oh well, that's what Steve Kerr does. Let me just leave him alone now. On, no, Will I Burrell. think that he
0: looked at a guy like Steve Kerr and knew Steve Kerr could do more. I think he looked at a guy like at Scott, he looked at somebody like Scott Burrell and knew Scott Burrell could do more. He looked at even somebody like Will Perdue and he knew Will Perdue could do more. So he so he <laughs> rolled them. He was on their ass, like trying to keep squeezing that greatness out of them. And guess what? They all rise to the occasion. They can't say that they didn't. Now They're lying to them, they're lying to themselves that they said they didn't
1: rise to the occasion. Now, Every single one of them did. Okay, that is fair. And I will, ha- I will assist your argument because I don't think he rode a guy like Rodman because Rodman did what already?
0: Woo! Came- showed up every fucking day. He gave it all. Showed up. a maniac. He was a maniac like Jordan. Mm-hmm. you know He was a maniac. What
1: did he say about Scottie Pippen? He'll pick you up 94 feet. He'll play D the whole fucking... So maybe the guys... So this is a good argument for Jordan. That being said, you in order to get all the juice out of you, it's going to sacrifice some of your joy. And I wonder if they would have rather had more joy and less rings. And Kerr can speak to that. Nah. You say no. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying only reason I'm saying no is because ain't none of y'all on the
0: last dance. Mm. If that's how you would have played the game. Mm. It's a di- Yo, Steve Kerr average. Let me look up Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr average, like four points a game, right? Hold on, let me see
1: Steve Kerr. The only reason NBA we care average. about Steve Kerr is because he had a successful coaching career. That's
0: all I'm it saying. Has nothing to do
1: with his play as part of the Bulls. No, no, yeah. but, but the Bulls too, though. We remember Steve from those teams. No, no, we remember him, but the only reason that he has a, a place in this documentary that was as big as it was in those last few is because he is a famous person in sports.
0: Like, Oh, yeah, and because Jordan punched him in the face.
1: Yeah, and that story isn't even included if Steve Kerr doesn't go on to like win championships like, I think if he nah, just... yeah, well, yeah,
0: well, yeah.
1: I don't... Th- like, how many people he punched in the face? He probably punched Bro, 15 people in the face on his team. You're right. They interviewed Will Perdue. Say what? They interviewed Will Perdue. They interviewed Bill Winnington. They interviewed Scott Burrell. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. They did. They, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. But maybe I they're they just inter- including the most interesting interviews with the most, like, you know, interesting perspectives on him. Maybe.
0: But, but, but I'm saying Steve, Steve Kerr averaged six points a game, mm-hmm. career, 1.2 rebounds, mm-hmm. 1.8 assists. Yeah. Right? You're not on the last dance if you don't play with Jordan. 100%. Riding, riding that wave, riding on Superman's cape, mm-hmm. hitting big shots when you needed to, being a part of that three-peat or whatever, you became a part of history. Without a doubt. You don't become that part of history without that. And by the way, those are the stories you tell your grandkids. Let's be for real. Steve Kerr is a, a legend. I love Golden State, I love what they did, mm-hmm. but guarantee you, Steve Kerr is at dinner. People want to know more about when he played for the Bulls than when he was coaching for
1: Golden Yo, State. Yo, you're right. The question is joy. It's like, at what point do you sacrifice joy? I'm I'm trying to take myself out of my own shoes in here because I find joy in the victory. So I, I relate more to a Michael Jordan mindset where it's just like, whatever it takes, I'm going to squeeze everything out of myself so I expect the people working with me to also leave it all on the table, right? That Mm -hmm. being said, I'm curious. I'm curious to see the opinion of the person that that really values that every single day aspect of their life. Maybe they don't want to be part of something like that. And maybe they're willing to sacrifice winning the championship.
0: I don't see where Jordan... I don't see where they wouldn't have joy playing with Jordan, though. I'm. I'm not even joking. Like I, you know how did Michael any of them seem before? like they
1: were having fun? They were like, "Yo, he was an asshole. He's a jerk. It sucked. We were terrified." Like multiple of them in these episodes go. We were terrified every single but, day.
0: But they didn't dislike him.
1: No, no, they they did dislike him. They just respected him. You got to respect the goat. I'm with that. Give me the respect then, because at the end of the day,
0: in hindsight, when mm-hmm. you look back. You can't say he didn't push me for no fucking reason.
1: Yo, but you know what's interesting? When you see Jordan in the documentary when he starts to break down at that one point in time, he's yeah. he's starting to I know why I, go. I know why that was. Okay, I'm curious your perspective. I have a thought on it, but go. What go is it? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um I think he's recognizing his mortality, and I think in recognizing his mortality, it's harder for him to cope with the way that he treated people. Even if it meant winning the championship, I think in his mind he justified all that behavior because like this is what I had to do to win. But now that he's separated himself from winning and he's no longer this godlike, uh, you know, uh, entity. Uh, no, he still is. He still is, but it's it has changed. The way kids treat him is different than the way you and I would have treated him as kids.
0: Yeah, but he's still he's still a walking memorial.
1: Yeah, he is to us. But kids just see him as the guy who has that sneaker brand that's cool. They've, I haven't ever even seen him play it might this is my suspicion right like so i think that as he realizes his mortality and he i think it becomes real the way that he affected people and might have really truly hurt people like he broke people he broke players like broke them that they didn't come back from and i think that there's a little regret in that i think and he's trying to justify it to himself he's trying to hold on to this is what i need to do in order to win but the older you get, the less valuable those wins are because you live in the present. That's my theory. I What's your theory? I,
0: I, well, first of all, I don't believe that he's not even... I still believe he's relevant to kids only because, like, the most famous athlete ever according to, like, Guinness and all of that shit is Michael Jordan. Right, right. Like, like He's the world's most famous athlete. They say he's one of the most five famous celebrities of the 20th right. century.
1: Makes sense, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and number two, I think that he was crying because he knows we live in this politically correct world. And he wanted to let a maggot fly. <laughs> I think, I think that he wanted to let that slur that people use. For, for I think that that slur that was so popular in the 80s and 90s, his eyes started watering because he just wanted to say those fucking punks. Those fucking, uh, he just wanted to let that shit out so bad. I fucking led y'all to six goddamn championships. you talk about me like a, this. And it's a motherfucking thing, so I get you fucking pussies. Like, he wanted to go off. That's why he said, let me go take a break. He went outside, smoked a cigar. I guarantee you, you haven't heard the F-word used like that since goddamn somebody knew an Elton John concert was coming to t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm fucking telling you that that that's I'm I'm telling you that's what it was. He was frustrated. He couldn't believe it. Because this is the thing about Jordan. This is why I don't feel sorry for nobody on them fucking team. They were men. They were adults. Mm. Those weren't kids that Michael Jordan was manipulating. Mm. He wasn't a, a, a tyrant college coach. It was a grown-ass, 30-something-year-old man. Mm. You got a problem with Jordan? Do what Steve Kerr did. Mm. Push him in the fucking chest. Get punched in your eye. Take the L.
1: That was some soft shit, though. The chest punch. Come on, yo. What? He was. Fist- you saw how he bigged himself up? He was like, I knew I had to stand up for him. So I twisted his titty. And then from then on, <laughs> he respected me just like any of the other players. <laughs> Get away from me, Jordan. Stop <laughs> it.
0: By the way, great story.
1: a great story.
0: If I t- if I twisted Michael Jordan's titty, I'm telling everybody that on Thanksgiving <laughs> every year for 25 years straight. I don't I, I, listen. I don't see why Michael Jordan was such a hard person to work with. Michael Jordan just reminds me of a person that wants you to show up. Yes. So so by the way, that's all you have to do: show up, bring your fucking a game, and he got your back. I think this
1: that's is. It. I think this is somewhere. I think this is a. Uh, I think you just relate to him in your expectations of yourself and the people around you, and I do as well, and I think that it's easier for us to accept his behavior because our behavior at times has probably been more similar Where, absolutely, whereas I'm sure you've worked with people who don't subscribe to that, and it's probably really hard for them to get his behavior and they don't win and 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 that's the truth.
0: That's the shit Jordan said that was so true. Yep. That y'all don't y'all don't want to win. Y'all, y'all never don't win won like anything. Me. Yeah. You, you never won
1: anything. Yep. God damn. Yep. It's the truth. It, it's the truth. It, but yo, you know what I noticed from this? You know how they're talking about like using the he used the grudges, he would even make up the grudges to like get him to have that intensity that he needed to win? I I love I it. I know you love that. I was actually thinking about you at that because I know you probably do that on a regular fucking basis, but I love it. what I thought was interesting is He was actually so superior to everybody else playing the game at that point in time that all it required was his intensity to guarantee victory. That's what people don't recognize. He was so superior that the game was actually boring to him. So he needed a grudge or a reason to have that focus. And once he applied that focus, you could not beat Jordan. Unbeatable. I
0: I agree with you. And I have never seen... I have never seen a urban legend, a conspiracy theory, addressed so eloquently and such a button put on it that you can't even dispute why he initially walked away after the first three peat. Go on when go they when they, when, they, when they when they show you Michael Jordan's life and how he was a prisoner of his fame. Yeah, 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 and, and, and he couldn't go anywhere, yeah, yeah. and it's just like you could tell like he didn't really like that shit. Yeah. Like, and the only reason he he came back for the three peat. Was because Michael and Magic had, I mean, Magic and Bird had never done it. Because yep. you got to think, at the time, Magic and Bird was the bar. Exactly. Yeah. Until Michael became yep. the bar. Michael was like, okay, once I get this three Pete, I don't care if Magic got more rings than me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? A Bird, Bird, I think Bird got three. He was like, I, I did something they never did before. Yep. I'm I'm out. You, t- you take that and put on top of that, his father got killed. Mm. Right? It's like, I'm out. Yep. I've accomplished everything cause, I cause need. Be- because right here is fucked up. Yeah. Michael Jordan has such a high emotional IQ. The mental was fucked up. Uh-huh. His emotions were fucked up. I can't go out there and perform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine you was a, a dirty, um, and, and don't think people wouldn't have done this. Imagine you was a dirty ass fucking trash talk. Oh, they'd
1: be talking about be playing it. Against, yeah, 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. oh, my God. 100%.
0: Oh, my God. They'd have been saying shit about his dad. Wild shit. 100%. I th- if it wasn't, if it, okay, maybe the players wouldn't have.
1: The writers would.
0: The writers would and the people in the fucking stands? 100%. Oh my God. The people in the fucking stands and it, he would have been out of it mentally. Mm-hmm. So for him to go take that break for a year and a half, like that shit made so much sense to me. I totally understood. Yeah, Like when that, there was this one, the one reporter on there who kept saying, everybody wanted to know why.
2: He just, he just fucking told you why. Yeah, what the fucking mean I also why.
1: think, I also think like, um, you know how like when a werewolf, a werewolf has such like an intense experience being a werewolf That Mm -hmm. when it's done, the guy just wakes up in the middle of a forest and he's like, what the fuck happened? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jordan taps into an intensity that few human beings are capable of tapping into outside of like like a fucking baby being stuck under like a car that you need to lift up. You know, like I think he taps into an intensity that is so pinpointed that there's a cost to that shit. And he did that for eight years in the league or however many years it took him to get his first championship and then win two more, I literally think he was fucking exhausted. I
0: think you get exhausted by that. He was. He was. He said he 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 was mentally exhausted. And then add the dad
1: shit, add all the other fuck shit. It's like, nah, forget it. I'm out. I'm out.
0: I'm out. Like, like that shit made so much sense to me. I don't know how anybody could ever argue that. That shit wasn't no gambling. It wasn't no suspension. It wasn't none of that. Like, that shit, you've... It's hard for us to fathom that because we've never performed at a level like that. Right. You've never been the most famous motherfucker On in planet. the world.
1: You don't know the stress that comes with that. Yeah. That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Like a, you don't want to be a prisoner to your success, but guess what? That's what comes with it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these people realize, mm-hmm. I can't wait to leave this shit alone. Uh, I can't wait to go enjoy life. Yeah. And that's what he ultimately did. Yeah, Not and motherfucking don't care how you dress. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like he's just out here, he owning his fucking Charlotte Hornets team, living his best life. I I love it. I, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. That one, that scene when he was in that locker room with that baseball bat, smoking that Ooh, cigar. My, that was after iconic. After he just lost to the Charlotte Hornets, iconic. I'm getting that shit framed, bro.
1: No, it wasn't. Could, it wasn't after the loss. It was before the game. He was about to play and embarrass BJ Armstrong. Yeah, because he had lost. He had lost the game before. Oh, I thought you meant it was like right after that game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 he had, yeah, he had yeah. lost. He had yeah. lost the game before. We're on the same
0: page. But just, but just him sitting there with the bat. Iconic. Smoking a cigar. And the dude's like, I forgot who he was talking to. I think it might have been Ron Harper. He was like, are you upset? I was like, no. What I got to be upset about? It.
1: Knowing he's pissed the oh fuck off. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Just next level. But, dude, bro, taking Bro, never the seen hacks. no shit like that, bro. Dude, taking the hacks with that bat cigar in his mouth like that's something out of a cartoon that's something a super villain does in a movie right yes, man. that is a marvel yes. movie yes. super villain has a bat that he's hitting like this in his hand while smoking a cigar before he goes and you know handles his business what about when he's turned into little
0: duval when he was like what that mouth duho what the fuck was he saying <laughs> he was <laughs> cursing when to- he was talking <laughs> to burrell <laughs> Yeah, he was like, What the? he was like, You fucking hope. Yeah, you hope hoe. bitch ass hope. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's how I know he let the maggot fly.
1: Oh, they did some clever editing for sure.
0: Oh, uh, listen, <laughs> the nine I know for a fact that word got edited out of the last dance, Son, at least no less than
1: 750. Keep it 100. Times. You barely hear him say the n-word. I don't even know if he says the n-word once. You yeah, think Jordan wasn't dropping the M-bomb?
0: Oh, listen, Scotty, Jordan, all of them. Come on, bro. Yeah, the only person that came close to saying it was Carmen Electra. Carmen Ele- no, no, when Jordan walked
1: was, in the hotel room?
0: yes, she was this? quoting. She was Exactly. She was quoting Jordan, and they just cut it right when she was like that. And she was like, Michael walked in and said, man, they, they just cut it. She's the only one. But that shit was good. Man. I love this. So- I can't. They just finished. They, they, they're still editing episode 10 now. That's what I heard. Yeah, they hadn't finished it because they moved it up. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in June, so they moved it up. Uh, so it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see how it ends, man. I'm not gonna lie, I almost cried. The father shit, man, when he was on was that tough. floor sobbing, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit, that shit was almost fucking Thomas J and my girl getting stung by the bees, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. That shit was right there. The tears didn't fall, but but like everything up to when I'm when I'm about to cry, everything that leads right up to them tears coming. It?
1: Yeah, yeah. Woo That's boy, it.
0: that shit touched me, man. Yeah. Because all of the, all of these years, I thought he was crying tears of joy. Nah. huh Just because he had came back, that motherfucker was in agony. Yeah. Like he was hurt. Yeah.
1: Like because you never heard him cry before. No. Nah, and right? it was always the nah, picture. But when you hear him fucking uh, like weep, like now you now you know why that Jordan meme was so ugly. Cause when he cries, he cries. Bro, Michael got the worst
0: ugly cry of all fucking time. Like God damn! Like that—that that was, I mean, sobbing. Yeah. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" And it was justifiable. I understood the yep. pain. Got it. I understood exactly why why he did what he did, man. I I I have a new respect for Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan gotta be. I don't know, man. That's one of the greatest motherfuckers ever. Oh, great! One of the greatest
1: humans. Yo, they said <laughs> one of the
0: greatest it, humans ever. They bro. said it
1: really good. Uh, they they they're like. You could make the argument and most people would that Michael Jordan is the best at doing his job or is better at doing his job than anybody in the history of doing their job. I agree. And that is that is a really interesting thing to say, but it's truthful. Who was better at their job than Jordan was at his Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan? Like the only people you can truly compare him to in terms of doing their job
0: people that changed the fucking
1: world. Changed the world, bro. Revolutionized the world. You're not even talking about athletes now, right? We're talking about people who, uh, what Masamusa or whatever that fucking guy was. Like you're talking about, you're talking, you're going thousands of years back, and you're talking about people who changed the fucking world, dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. Look, think about this
1: sincerely. Think about this sincerely. You're going into battle, and you need a general. Would there be somebody better than Michael Jordan rallying no. troops? No. This is what he does for a frivolous little game of basketball. Imagine life or death.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I never seen no shit like it ever. Honestly. Like it's actually very. It kind of shows you what your what, what your brain is capable of doing, too. You know what I mean? He's like, I using would love more to,
1: I- than we're using.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yes. I would love hold on, to see. Got, some hold type on, of- I gotta take
1: a piss. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. All right,
0: All right. Andrew took a piss. Uh, listen, man. Um, I think we almost done. No, you I had just- a point
1: before I went to take the piss. Which oh was no, Jordan I was, just was saying- tapping into.
0: Oh yeah, Jordan was tapping into something in his mind that um, most humans don't tap into. You know, it's just a level of whatever you want to call it—the law of attraction. You know, you want to call it the power of intention whatever you want to call it, he was tapping into something in his mind where he had a level of,
1: man,
0: I wouldn't even call it optimism. Optimism ain't optimism is not the word, intensity. But optimism is the hope for something.
1: It, I think it's more than intensity. It's like, yo, you're not going to beat me. Focus. I, I think what it was is at his highest ability, he couldn't be beaten. But in order to get to his highest ability, he needed to have extreme intensity and focus.
0: And, and he's like a real life superhero. Like he has, like Hulk has to get angry for powers. That's what Jordan was. He needed that. Like, like he was almost like the monster, right? He was the monster. That shit was kind of based off yes, his life. Yes, he was. I, let me st- let me take this from you. You give me that, George Call. You walk by me in a fucking restaurant and don't say hi. Grr, 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 I'm gonna eat that nah, now. now you can't beat me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, a fucking um, who was the other guy? Uh, Lamar Bradford. You put your fucking arm around me and told me nice game. How dare you compliment me? Cocksucker. Yo, imagine what he would have did to the Pistons. If there was another game after the Pistons walked off the court and didn't oh, shake. Oh, forget, forget, <laughs> it. forget it. Forget
1: it. Forget it. You forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. might've scored a hundred. Forget it. Forget it. I mean, it's not even, it, it's just, it's not even a question. And it is fascinating to see the other players talk about it. Cause the Hulk reference is the best. Because what do other people say about Hulk? You don't, don't want to piss him, angry. him off. You don't yeah, want to make him would, angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. And as these, everybody, players, coaches, et cetera, go, man, we shouldn't have done that. I knew I should have done that. Hey, you should have did that. Because the players themselves knew that when Mike taps into that extra level, there's nothing that can be done. Nothing. So why, so why didn't anybody ever get smart
0: and just be nice as fuck to him? Ty Burrell did. <laughs> Scott Burrell. <laughs> Whatever. Scott Burrell did. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the opposition. Because clearly he yeah. didn't have no problems having fun. Like he would go golfing with Danny A and shit like that. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you just be extra nice to Mike?
1: Yeah, you should. Hey, you're the best, Mike. You're Kill him so with kindness. Good. Yep.
0: Mike might have been, that might have been the only way to beat him. Mike, you're the best. You are Lo- so good, Mike. Love might have been Michael's Achilles Hill. Yes. Word right up. Yes, Love. that is true. I'm going to tell you the other impressive thing about Mike. He didn't get hurt. You got hurt that one season. And it's
1: like after that, smooth sailing, bro. Unbelievable. Unfucking real. Unreal. And it's not like he really, I mean, yeah, he took care of his body, had the Tim Grover was his trainer, but like, it's not like he wasn't out drinking and smoking. It's not like he oh. wasn't, it's not like he was sleeping all the time. Like, this guy yeah. really pushed his body to the limits and still maintained like peak physical condition. It's unreal. unreal. He's, he's, unreal. he's the GOAT. He is the standard. He is He's the, the standard. Fucking
0: standard. He's the standard. I wish Skip Bayless would lay off LeBron, though. Why was he like, saying? It's just like every week, like this does not, this is not about, because here's the thing it's unfair to attack LeBron over the greatness of Michael Jordan. Because all LeBron is, is another player under Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's every, it, by the way, it's literally, everybody else. <laughs> like, like, that's just yeah. the truth to the matter. It's Michael Jordan and then everybody else. And you can rank everybody else however you want. Is Bron? is Braun top tier after Jordan? Of course he is. Of course he is. And that's great company to be in because you got Jordan, you got Magic, you got Bird, you got all of these great players. But it's just like, Skip Bayless goes out of his way to fucking like shit on LeBron as if LeBron is really any threat to Michael Jordan's legacy. Mm. He's not, yeah, he's not. He's
1: not. Yeah, he's they, not. They just bored. They just need some shit to talk about.
0: Listen, um, I want to uh end by saying rest in peace, six um, nine. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe one day. God bless him. I pray. I pray for. I pray for everybody. So I pray that don't happen. But whatever. But I pray rest <laughs> in peace to Andre Harrell. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying Andre Harrell is um. A, 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 a good guy, man, a good brother, somebody who over the past, I'll say four years, um, I've had many an extensive conversation with, you know, you've heard me say a million times, my top two favorite record labels of all time are Rockefeller Records and Uptown Records. Um, I've always been a huge Uptown fanatic. I've always been somebody who championed Uptown you know, when the New Edition movie came out, I was like, yo, this needs to be the next movie that that gets made, mm. the Uptown Records biopic. And I'm not sure how me and Andre connected. I don't know if it was through that or maybe it was through Revolt. I'm not sure what it was. But, man, that was a brother that I used to have a lot of great conversations with. I actually spoke to him uh that Tuesday. He died on a Thursday. I spoke to him that Tuesday. And it's just so interesting, right? Because on Tuesday, he sent me. He started. He started texting me at like five in the morning because a lot of people know I'm up that time, so they either call or text. So he started texting me about five in the morning, and it was about one specific thing. And from five o'clock that morning to about probably eleven thirty that night, he just sent me all of these. When when I go back and read it, it's all of these detailed messages about something he wants to execute and how we should go about it step by step, mm. right? And the last thing I said to him was, um, yo, this is very interesting. I'm going to send you, you know, some of the stuff that I'm working on tomorrow because it's kind of in the same vein. And he was like, and and, and I, I, keep, I keep looking at that text and it just made me think like, wow, there was no tomorrow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was that Tuesday and it was Wednesday he passed on it sometime Thursday. And then Wednesday, I was looking at, you know, my man, Jesse Collins. Jesse Collins had posted on Instagram about how Andre was calling him, and Andre was adamant about, um, you know, adding something to the story of the Uptown Records, you know, biopic. Like, yo, I want this in, I want this in. We got to make sure we land the ending, whatever, whatever. Like, he was just very adamant about that, right? And it just makes me think, like, yo, man, do 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 we know? You know what I mean? Like, do we know when? And then I think about my grandmother. My grandmother, she, you know, uh, she she passed away on Cinco de Mayo in two thousand six. Like. My mom and my little brother always say she put her wig on, like she was going somewhere. Sat in her favorite chair and passed away. Mm. So it just all it all, always makes me wonder do do people do people know you know what I mean and it, and it, it hurts me that somebody like Andre who was about to get celebrated in a real way because you know BET greenlit the Uptown Records miniseries last year mm. you know and he had been you know working with the writers on the script and you know he's very involved with the project. I mean, right, you know, very, very involved with the project. So I, I was looking forward to seeing him get his flowers. You know what I mean, and, and 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 be celebrated by the culture in real time. Like me and Andre have been talking about for the for the longest. Yo, the the the, the Uptown Records movie release party. It's got to be '90s themed, and you know what I'm saying, New Jack City wear, like all of that type. Like we have been having these conversations since the mm. three or four years. That I that I known him, you know what I mean? So I don't know, it's just sad. And he was such a good brother. He did a lot of things for me, uh, personally and professionally that he didn't have to do. Um, you know, it's a young lady named Gina Lisa. Salute to Gina Lisa. Uh Gina Lisa works for like Medicaid, if I'm not mistaken. But I remember me and Andre having this long conversation about people being taken care of when they're older. Like, mm. you know, your mother you know, your father, like when they get older and they got dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever it is, it's like, yo, who takes care of the parents in these situations? And he was just saying like, yo, you really need to sit down with this, you know, uh, young woman, Gina Lisa, because this mm. is what she does. People don't even know that these type of things are available. You can have caretakers and this and that and Medicaid will pay for it. Like all of this, like he was just very in tune about stuff like that. Just so happened, somebody in my family, actually my wife's family, really needed that at the time. You know what I'm mm. saying? My, my my wife's grandmother. So me having that information and just passing it along, like, yo, this is what Andre told me. We ended up making that happen. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So now it's just like, my, my wife's grandmother has the care that she needs and, 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 you know, the right people are being paid for. it. So it's just like, little things like that on a professional level. He helped me with. Mm. And I, I definitely showed him mad love for it, you know what I'm saying? And, and I always told him how much I appreciated him and, and valued him. And I even had Gina Lisa on the show after that. If you go look up on The Breakfast Club, it's a YouTube interview with a woman named Gina Lisa. So for anybody out there who has, you know, elders in their family that need, you know, caretakers or caregivers, I can't remember what the exact term is, or you just need some type of help in that arena, you should go watch that interview because she can, you know, push you towards that. But that's what Andre. That's one of the messages Andre wanted to get out. Like, he's, his mind was always on the future, mm. the futuristic vision. Yo, Charlotte, man, you ever thought about when you are 70 years old, 80 years old? You know what I mean? Like, who's going to take care of you? You know, who? like, I, I, who's going to take care of me when I get older? So he was always on that mindset, man. You know, just a good, 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 good brother, somebody who I model, um... Just, just I, I'm not going to say model because I was already doing it, but somebody I look at when I see him and I say, that's the way he's supposed to move. Mm. Like, every, every, everybody around you should be bigger than you. Like, you should be you should be in the business of making stars. Mm. You should be in the business of empowering people. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Andre Harrell threw way more assists than, than he necessarily scored points. You know right. what I mean? But he won, but they were all part of his team. Right. You know, Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, Heavy D, Albie Shaw, Christopher Williams you know Diddy is an intern you know um empowering Diddy and getting Bad Boy used to be under Uptown so that's how you got Biggie you know Robin Thick you know whether I mean he's just empowered so many different people man mm. so I don't know if people really truly understand you know the loss that the coach took mm. but we definitely we definitely we definitely took a loss with that one but it's just a reminder that tomorrow is not promised mm. so you know the 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 goal isn't to live forever the goal is to create something that does.
2: Hmm. And Andre, Amen. Harrell,
0: De- Andre Harrell definitely did that. So rest in peace, Dre may Allah be pleased with you. Definitely going to miss him in a real, real way. And, um, BT, it's a lot of pressure, but, 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 but Andre was, was knee deep into that story. The story is, was, is told. He told the story. So it's not like what, what you see when, the, when the biopic comes out, that's, all from the mind of Andre. Like, you mm. know what I mean? It's nothing like Andre was very involved in the writing and everything else. Like he was knee deep in it, mm. you know, and it's not like it was halfway done. Like like the story is going to be told the way he would want it to be. Mm. So
1: that's that. We good. I think we're good, man. All I think right. we're good, man. Guys. Thank As- you guys so much for listening, man. Yes, sir. Um, I- ask Oh, we got to oh, run. Shit. I got to, I'm sorry. I got to run guys. Yeah, I
0: can't do it, ask we'll an do Ask We'll do Ask you next, next week. week. Yeah, man. As always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. But if you think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening.
1: Peace.